Hello and welcome. This is the Wasteland, Arizona's premier nerdy podcast for ticket picking up tall men in weird bars. <laughs> I am your host, Glenn Gledhill. Today we'll be talking about uh, what you've been playing, uh, PlayStation Experience, Fan Fest in Phoenix, and a few other things. Today we have with us uh, Troy. Hello. Uh, Ryan. Troy is the tall man. Sarah. Hello, hello. Rigo. Hi. And last but not least, of course, Miguel. Hey, what's up? All right. And so we always start, uh, as usual, with our uh, what you've been playing. Uh, since we have our guest today, Troy, I'll let you start. All right. I just finished The Room 3 on the iPad, and it was actually spectacular. I liked it a lot. And it has four different endings. Spoiler. <clears throat> what kind of game is it? Oh, it's Escape the Room type, but I'd say it's the quintessential one. It's like the best one I've ever played of, like, Escape the Room. Do you need to play the other ones to play that one? No, but I would recommend it. They're so- like, like, would you recommend it in order? Yeah, sure. Right. It's the room. So I've never, I've, I've, I've never heard of it. I, the only escape the room I've heard of is the actual physical, like escape this thing or escape, uh, like they do locally, like you actually physically escape from a room. Is it like that, or is it like a like just strictly? No, it is. It is a lot like those physical ones, but mainly this one. It's like there's a there's a puzzle on a table, and you have to do certain things. Oh. Swipe it and move. You you find a key, and then you move it to a keyhole that you saw earlier, or things like that. Oh, okay. Almost like an like an augmented reality thing, or like just a on the the just, table, just on the thing. Oh, okay, puzzle. fair enough, fair enough, cool. Heavy puzzle, very I mean, cool. Uh, how long does it take to complete each session? Well, this sure the third room three. Every chapter was like forty minutes, That's and there was like six of them, six chapters. Would you consider Gosh. a casual game or no? Uh, yeah, sure. It's sort of like the it crosses the boundaries. Okay. So if you're a casual looking to get in maybe a little medium, it's very good. Fair enough. Anything Any casual looking to put forth effort on something, I imagine? Yeah, like, a little bit of effort. Cool. Absolutely. Sure. Cool. Sure. Just anybody and everybody. <laughs> this is not sponsored by whoever makes it. <laughs> the <laughs> Room 3. Give us brought three to you. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, we, we could just do what Dan Harmon's podcast used to do where you talk shit. Not talk shit, but you advertise the opposite until the one that's the opposite. So like... Whoever the room's competitor was, you talk <laughs> about them and be like, "Hey, room, Until they pay you, you want us to stop talking about them and talk about you? You pay us." They, so they kept talking about, um, I think it was, it was Adidas, like between Adidas and so Nike that or Nike something. would sponsor them. They kept they kept talking <laughs> shit about Nike and being like, "Adidas is the best." But they're like, "But Nike, we want you to sponsor us." It was really it was really amusing. So we're you on anything non PSX though besides the room. Um, yeah, I've just been uh, the Destiny. I actually tried ah. Destiny for the first time ever. Today. You buy it. Uh, yes, yes, I own it now. Taken King or regular? Taken King. Yeah, they only sell the Taken King together now. Well, like no, the well you can still buy the the old school one used. So. Oh, well, you? that's fair. But, yeah, because you're pretty point, much... Good point, because you can get it for like uh, 30 bucks right now well, already. explore content because of that level boost. Right? Exactly, that too. If did you use a level boost or did you go? Did you I try to play straight up? I totally used the level boost. <laughs> it was worth it. No, 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 no. I can't yeah, that, that was the right decision. You made the right call. I'm already level like 29 and I've only been Sparrow Racing. Yeah, but the level cap raised and everything, and and they, that game's about the late game. I mean, the, the leveling's fun and amusing for sure, but I I, I think it was the right choice, definitely. So. It's a lot less grindy than people have been making it seem. It is now. Well, yeah. that's yeah. the whole thing. So, well, Getting with, from with a twenty-five boost, yeah, you're gonna it's gonna stay, it's yeah. keep. <laughs> I'm I got I got the I got the system about. when it came out with the special. Yeah, me too. And I didn't uh, bother to uh, do the level boost. I made I got my character at level thirty naturally, and then I stopped. I got mine to 24 and then level boosted to 25 because why not? I bought the Taken King when I was at level 24. Um, well, anything else? No, no. Um, I mean, I've been playing Triforce Heroes, but sort of idly. Yeah, so. Fair enough. Ryan? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Nako Atsume. 
little cat collector game. I love that. It's a mobile game. <laughs> oh, if any of you haven't heard of it, it's just on great. your phone. And yeah, on my phone. Cool. Uh, along with 10 billion wives, also another one. Buying wives, I whoa, heard. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's also uh, constantly spanning Meow Mix uh, commercials on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do that all what the is time. this? What is this? Multiple wives? Game? Oh God! Ten billion multiple wives. <laughs> wait, wait! I, I, I draw. Okay, okay. No, it's no. called. It's called ten billion wives, and the object of the game is to get ten billion wives. Actually, it's to get more than that. You. It's basically one of those. Uh, How is that possible? You guys remember Cookie Why Clicker? Why is that possible? I was about to say, is it like Cookie? It clicker? is. It is so exactly like wives. Cookie Clicker. You click to get wives. So you click and you click and you get more wives that produce more wives that produce more wives. Wait. So it's I'm an almost done with game? the game. Okay. That. How do they produce these wives? I'm going to not make that joke. <laughs> you you have to... Are they produced every nine minutes or nine months? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what, what is... It, what is this it game? It calculates it in like love per second because the points are love points. So your wives give you love points. So pretty much... The, but but the only real thing is you just tap the screen Yeah, you a just bunch. tap the screen a bunch. Yeah. Like that's, that's literally what happens. How, how, so what's the other game you were playing? The other game... I have finally started Fallout 4. Yay. Um, Yay. I, I'm really excited. My... Uh, my character is the baddest bitch of the waste. What uh, what are you speci- specializing in at all? Um, I am going agility and endurance. Actually, no, sorry, agility and perception mostly. I'm I'm following this uh, this build that I don't. I'm sorry, I don't remember the guy who put it online, I, so I can't credit you right now. But it was called the Infiltrator. It's basically a glass rogue with uh, just some serious sniping things. What, well, so rifles mostly. Rifles, yeah. That's what I'm doing, yeah. Right, nasty rifles yeah. and sneaking. I yeah. like being able to sneak because, like, man, some of those some of those things are a little. And it's really nice to be able to just one shot things and be yeah. like, yeah. I got a sword. My sword does a lot of damage. Yes, of course. <laughs> Fallout Four. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll talk that. about that. I think real soon we might gather a few of us and do do yeah. a little post yeah. on that. So anything else? Um. Nothing besides the wives and Nothing Fallout. besides the wives and Fallout. Yeah, I've been playing Fallout. Life is good. Life yeah. is good. I, I have all of the wives because I am that person. So, Rigo, let's take a minute because right. this is now going to be both of us. Oh what boy. you been playing? Uh, Helldivers. Oh, have you? Yes. On yes, what? Because it just came out on the PC. Oh, did you get the DLC? Uh, my brother gifted to me, so thank you, brother. It's lovely, isn't it? Oh, it's good times. It's funny because a lot of people on the PC, they were complaining that, oh, this game is riddled with DLCs, but this game has been out on the PS4 for And that's the whole thing because they released it simultaneously, the DLC, on both the PC and the PS4. So So people don't understand that and they are making asses on the So do you want it on the PC or not? (laughs) Exactly. Is is the point. Well, (laughs) either way, you have to buy the DLC. It it came out at the same time as the DLCs as whereas the PS4, it started off, you know, uh, Nine months ago or so, six months exactly. ago. So you got the basic game, but then over time they built the DLCs, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's what happens with most of the games nowadays. Yeah, and DLC a lot of people time. are now feeling cheated, like they bought a game that had weapons that you can't have because you yeah. have to buy DLC, which is understandable if that was the initial release, but it wasn't. And a lot of I'll people turn don't up, I'll that. turn up, pessimist Sarah here. That's just kind of the industry these days. Ooh, and, ooh DLC culture. And well, yeah. Frankly, pay to win is the yeah, big that's, part of it too. So. But but at the same time, a they're not necessarily overpowered; they're just different. They all have weaknesses and everything. Right. Right. They 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 seem maybe to have a slight edge, but it's very slight. And it's you can still share a with group people game too. Like, exactly, you can't really soul that stuff yourself. Well, pain disagrees, but uh, um, he keeps doing it. I don't know. He did. <laughs> what like, does he keep doing? Soloing maps. He keeps soloing the oh. maps, <laughs> and I don't understand how he does it. But whatever. Because he's pain. But um, for those who don't know, this is a top-down, uh, like isometric style, um, dual stick shooter. It's real hardcore in the sense that literally everything will a kill you, and b there is no like nullification of damage. So if I shoot you in the back, you get shot in the back for full damage. There's no 
oh, it only does a little or anything. You kill your buddies a lot in this game. If you make it through a map without killing a friendly, you're you're pretty fucking good. Well, I remember good. seeing you you playing some of that on the, the PS4. Wasn't yeah, it? it was the PS4. Yeah. But now you're in PC land. So yeah, because that's where my friends that. play. <laughs> but um, but it's it's just really fun. The progression is solid, and it seems like a game that would get tiresome really quick. But it doesn't. It just keeps going and going. And depending just, if you want to progress, because obviously you get all those unlocks for doing yeah. that. But even at the same time, it's still just like playing with your friends. It's really just yeah, an experience. Yeah. Even without the unlocks, I'm like, yeah, that was just because the the missions are really fun when. They're barely finished. You're like, oh my god, I just did it. We skin our teeth, and and no matter what difficulty, a lot of them still end up that way somehow. Even even four, I did a I did a level nine a little bit ago, or level eight, and then I did a level five, and I still had trouble with the level five. And I'm like, fuck. It's just it's really good. They balance that frustration with reward and and just getting by. So, what do you think? Um, all of that. I did get in emotionally invested in one of the missions I did because obviously the level 12, harder difficulty, longer objectives, and my team actually died as soon as the shuttle landed. And did that's you fail? So, yes, we failed. Yeah, you oh, failed. I did one of those. So it's yeah. like you, you invest you know, 20 minutes trying to do that whole entire map, and all of a sudden it's gone. Everyone dies. Nope. You still get experience, but, but you don't walk dies. away. Fair enough. But I highly recommend that game to anybody on PS4 or PC. I mean, I'd say... Besides all the big triple A's I've been lately, that's probably the best game I've played in a little bit. Besides, that's out, not PSX related. Anything <laughs> else? It's fun. Uh, the force camera's kind of crappy, but. Yeah. Because PC people are usually used to that freedom yeah. movement and stuff like that. Like Diablo and stuff. Yeah. 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 It would have been nice, but at the same time, it kind of. I think that game would be too easy otherwise. Well, because you could split up and do other objectives. Yeah, say people would be running around. And solo that's the too. other thing. It's the team of. Game. If people are allowed to wander off on their own, they will. And yeah. and that game would be so much harder if that was that way. So as much as it sucks, I I agree with the design choice. So and the only other game, um, it's been out too for about a year, I think. Uh, Dungeon of the Endless. Oh, that game's yeah, real yeah, fun yeah. by the guys who make all the the endless, endless games, yeah. endless legend, and they're endless making a number two apparently too. Uh, are they? I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah. And Dungeon of the Endless was ready to go, like fully released. It doesn't feel that way. A little bit. Uh, in what parts? I don't know. I haven't played it lately, but when I got it, it was early access, and I didn't really realize it fully released. And then I played it, and it still felt a little empty. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe just me. I, I need to play some more time with it. So, Probably. what do you think about it? Uh, I think it's fun. Uh, it was a unique concept as far as like dungeon crawling and uh, roguelike because I really like the roguelike games. Me too. Um, it's something to try out. I, I, not on sale anymore, but I'm sure it will be again with Christmas. Oh, yeah, anyway. Christmas it will be. How about you, Miguel? Uh, well, I actually took um, advantage of the Black Friday sale, so I actually uh, ended up picking up Mortal Kombat X, DMC, and a game I still can't pronounce, but it involves a lot of women in bikinis that need blood on them in order to kill more people. It's like Obehana-chan or something like that. Wow, I've never heard of that. It is Obehana-chan Chaos. Apparently, it's the third one in their series. It started in PS2. Uh, never heard of that. It was. It's a weird game. It was actually very fun because the way that the, the gameplay mechanic is, you have to actually shake off the blood on one, <laughs> on one side, and the other one, you, you shake off the blood of your sword, but then you absorb the blood of demons in order to uh, gain um, stronger and faster combos. Okay, and what's the purpose of the bikinis? Uh, because, because they like have, to have they have to have it's the blood. Battle armor. Yeah, it's like they have to have blood on their skin. Yeah. The more blood they oh, have, it's exactly powerful. like quiet, except <laughs> oh, that is exactly like quiet. It's right. actually the it's it. They proceeded quiet. 
So um, play this. Uh, very fun game. The only uh, good voice acting for what it is. It's very B uh, movie voice acting as well as um, some English um, in there. Um, so anguish make me English. laugh. I know. I know what it sounded like. Anguish. <laughs> Some it's, anguish. It's, it's it's interesting. It's a it's a fun game though. Um, it is very 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 over sexualized. Well, just uh, remember, um, you can over, you can you can explain away anything. They yeah, have, and you they have you got to make do. They called the banana split. That's one of the most powerful ones, and it's just two chi- two strawberries covering their one nether region and a banana covering the other nether region. Well, you're so, going to have to make do with that because apparently Dead or Alive ain't coming to the U.S. So, Well, uh, going on to the other ones, uh, play DMC. Really still not, did not like that game. The I thought Devil about, May Cry. Yes. Oh, you. Yeah. The edgy well, one. For, yeah. for the uh, Dead or Alive, they have clearly said there is English mode on that, so you can totally import it if yeah, you, you really want. Yeah, you can import it. Uh, the, the Korean importer. And it's not actually the, the the fighting game, at least. It's just the Extreme Beach Volleyball, which if you're into, that's fine. My, <laughs> Extreme the, Beach The volleyball. funniest thing about that for me is that the system-exclusive feature for that thing is nip slips, in essence malfunctions yeah the ones i can't remember which system it is but they're exclusive well, it's xbox only isn't it no no it's multi-system but oh, whichever wow. system that was the exclusive features was that they have like the girls have wardrobe malfunctions and things like that yeah huh. like really weird I'm, uh-huh. I'm betting they catch it because otherwise it would be an x-rated game not an m-rated no game. no yeah i know it's not going to be like full actual nudity it's like Almost even more almost mm. nudity. Oh, no. yeah. So and then uh, DMC. I remember why I hated that game. Uh, why? Because you're a flawed human uh, being. On the on the other side of the coin, I love the original. I love love the original ones. Me but too. The whole um, I'm so gothy. Uh. I'm I, I have anguish all over me. Uh, no, I, I, I did not. I, <laughs> too I, I, edgy I, for Miguel. It's in my it's hair. It's not edgy. It's it, yes, exactly. It got in my hair and it just made it stand up. Okay, um, so. So then I went to Mortal Kombat and I beat Mortal Kombat. I've been I played uh, through the storyline. Holy crap! That that storyline was just fun. It really? was just yeah. like for a fighting game. Um, it was really fun. I then I tried to go into towers and I realized these people have been playing for the last year and I've yeah, only, I've gotten I played a total of twenty matches. I have won three. Oh. And hey, Something. considering you just started and they've been playing for well, a year. Well, here's here's the kicker on it. Um. Uh, so after after playing all th- all three games over the last two weeks, uh, because of uh, GameStop's return policy, I actually returned all three. <laughs> and with with uh, part of that money, um, I got what I said. I am so weak to Sarah yesterday. That and Mario. That Mario. Yeah, I got the eight bit Mario amiibo oh as one of my God. things. Wow. And I have and I have yeah. an additional credit with them. There so, you go. And then uh, other game been playing uh, for Wii. Actually, only it's only a buck right now. If you anyone wants to try it. Um, 99 seconds. Um, it's a game where you're not supposed to touch the edge and you're going through uh, a vicious parallel of trying to uh, survive as long as you can um, with the starting point being 99 seconds. Huh. huh. That's fair. So, uh, anything else? No, that'd be all of it. Sarah? Nice. Uh, Bloodborne, obviously. Yeah? Well, there's that. Uh, I play Skyrim to relax now because, I mean, it's... Because Fallout great. came out. Well, yeah, because Fallout came out, and I've been watching that, watching you play that, being like, gosh, that reminds me of Skyrim. And so then I just go and I play Skyrim. And it's, Which is perfectly valid. Well, it's, yes, it plays exactly like Skyrim. Well, it looks great. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't look bad. I realize some people were a little let down for whatever reason. It doesn't look bad even a little bit. It just looks 
everything's already done, everything's already plundered and gone through, and Skyrim's like this, oh, you're just... You're trucking along through all this beautiful, beautiful mountainous it's more discovery. trees, woodsy, oh, discovery, beautiful thing. And you, you kill some people and take your stuff. Take their stuff. You don't even have to kill them. You can just steal their stuff. Or just yeah. steal their stuff. And it's like, you can what's, do that too. Yeah, you can. Well, what's sure, stressful about that? Or if you ever uh, put a grenade in someone's pocket, it's really awesome. That is the, like, the funnest thing. <laughs> oh, okay. pocketing people? Well, and then putting a grenade yeah, in yeah, their yeah. pocket. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and it sets it off. Okay. Fighting so dragons mean. is very therapeutic. Yeah. Maybe not that bit. Maybe not the giants. Maybe not those bits. I mean, then you get all hunkered down to, to not relax. Did but you fight the Macho Man Dragon? No. <laughs> uh, that, no. Seriously, it's one of the coolest parts. I'm a wrestling fan, so. <laughs> I haven't. No. I haven't met up with that dragon. No, yet. that's I'm later. So that's been my that's been my ultimate reaction to Fallout Four. Is I'm going to play a bunch of Skyrim, yeah, and it's gonna. It. I'm just going to unwind with that. Otherwise, it's been. Bloodborne. Fun sometimes. The um <laughs> the the old hunters dragged me back into that because with my with my solo character I was I was trucking along slowly but surely as you do with that game because it's a bit challenging. But um, I was with our second PlayStation. I was introduced to the wonderful world of co-op in Bloodborne, which just takes the edge off. It really does. It takes it. It makes it a lot more because I already find it fun but frustrating. But with co-op, it makes it so much... It's still a teeny bit frustrating, but it takes that edge off so much to where you can just enjoy it a lot more. Um, you uh, still kind of have to be have your game face on. No, definitely, it, yeah. I mean, you, you, you look away or give it, give it a second's pause, and you're still going to... Co-op makes a big, big it. difference, though. It, it, it does. It makes a big difference because here's the thing. Like, I was not stoked about restarting a new character with um because i was not excited about leaving my old character behind oh i'd made so much progress i'd i'd gotten so many levels and all of that and you get attached to that with your with your bloodborne characters but then playing with you and tease you kind of you you level so quickly like it's been a much shorter amount of time you level a lot you get some sweet items and then you stick a little toe into the hunter's nightmare (laughs) And which, which is the for to be clear the which is the first zone of the old hunters uh, expansion, DLC, yeah. but that's really meant for about level a hundred, and we're only about thirty. Which is fine, and when we get up there, we'll we'll play it more, we'll flesh it out completely. But I just can't can't help it. Sometimes you you're like, yeah, I want to play that. Besides the the guided run throughs to just get the overpowered weapons and all of that, you you get in, you try to kill the first hunter that sees you, you fail, and then you try eight more times and you finally do it and you want to keep going it's just it's it's kind of self-destructive but <laughs> it was fun i think once you and i we will finish up the game and get bloodborne or again get that that oh done maybe in a month or so we'll do a little sit down and, and do a post on that because we haven't finished it and we i want to i want to talk about the expansion once we're done it's with a it good too, time so. it's still absolutely my game of the year yeah like, oh yeah absolutely. i still love, love but i mean well it's I, last year but <laughs> no it was this year bloodborne yes We've, no, we've been over year, this three we times. Had, we had this conversation. Time. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> was it last year? We had we had this discussion during the Game Awards as well when it was listed under the Game of the then Year. Then I'm wrong, my bad. Nominees. And you were like, did it come out in November last No, it did not. March Glenn. of this year, But anyway, it? moving on. Yeah. What have you played, sir? Did you already do that? No. I played Helldivers. Really? Um, with Rigo and some of my other buddies. Um, let's see. I can't. I, I don't know. Dying Light. I got back into Dying Light because my yeah. buddy Ross got it. The game is great. Have you played it? Uh, no. But, uh, uh, yes. Uh, demo. Yeah, okay. It, and it's so good. It, it, it's a really interesting game in the sense that. I dipped a toe in it. It's fun. They balanced a lot of it. Because. Um, so in um, Dead Island, who the same developers. 
when guns kind of became a thing, melee weapons kind of fell by the wayside, and it kind of ruins the game a little bit because you're kind of like, this is it's really cool. You have amazing melee combat, and it kind of, but you get to the point where you have to close the gap or you have to die, and you're just like, okay, I don't have way. So they solve that in two ways in Dying Light. About halfway through the game, you get a grappling hook, which is not like a traditional throw it up and climb grappling. Hook. It is a it is a Spider-Man grappling hook. You shoot it into a wall and it zips you into Like Just it. Cause? Like Just Cause, exactly. Like, which, oh, that's, I got that too. I could talk about that. But, um, but so, th- so, so <laughs> you can, you, so you can close the gap on a lot of the people that A, if there are people with guns and B, some of the monsters that are ranged. So it, that really helps. The other nice. thing is, is to discourage you from overcompensating by using your guns a lot. There are only like three guns, and you can't really do anything with them besides their guns. You can't add mods to them. You can't make them stronger. You can't add weird electric toxic effects to them. They're just fucking guns, which I I like that because the interesting stuff in that is finding the crazy awesome purple machete and then adding poison and fire to it and then adding a couple mods to increase the durability and strength and then just chopping through like a giant mob of zombies. There's this game called Dead Rising. And I don't know if you... Yeah. But, but that, the thing about that... There's okay. a game called Fallout so, that, so that you can make a- I'm gonna I'm going to breach for a very brief top brief moment into our VR discussion that we had with, with the gentleman, which you should pull up his name because I would like to quote him. I can't remember it. Do you yeah. know his full name? Anton, I believe. What's his full name? Anton Mikhailov. Thank you. So what, we were talking about VR with him, which we'll talk about later, but um, he emphasized how when you wanted to do something like with your hands in VR or something, it's much easier... To explain things with a push of a button than with an action. So by pushing a button, you do a thing. Instead of saying, okay, grab the thing with your VR or there's something like that. It's really easy to just say, okay, put your thing over there, hold the trigger, it grabs it, your character automatically do it. Well, I realize that that goes both ways in the sense that sometimes we overcompensate with those buttons, meaning that they do too much. So I think in Dead Rising, you swing one axe and you can kill 20 freaking zombies. And you're kind of like, that's cool, but in Dead Rising, it takes like five. You're hits. Dead Island or Dead, Dead Rising? Dead. Sorry, Dying Light. Dying Light. Dying Dead Light. Island. We're great. Um, in, I'm sick for anybody who's unclear, and I haven't been sleeping. So you have a throat thing. So Glenn is dying. Glenn is dying. Light. Um. So. <laughs> so it, it takes light. a lot of really um, visceral hits on a lot of zombies to get them. Some you can one shot, you get them in the head, but even then, you hear the pop and the noise and and it just feels more like you're there so those button presses while they're still just button presses feel like they mean more and they just put you more into the action as opposed to dead rising which is why i really like dying light while dead rising is eh, to me i, I enjoyed i own them all and i played them all but i really love dying light this is my second or third playthrough now and i i that game is great so uh, i do recommend yeah, I that to anybody who I did we get it for you 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 had me now you that, had me set on it a little now bit. that you have the laptop that runs really well we should yeah do that. I, I i would like to challenge anyone to have just a whole whole podcast about just games about zombies with the word dead in it and not get them just jumbled up yeah. to hell but um i played some just Left cause dead, dead rising dead light dying dead island dead dying dead. dead island Di- death of the dying rising <laughs> diary of the dead dying light the dead is dead the dying dead all right dead redemption the dead is dead Except not with zombies. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, well, they did make a zombie mode of that game. Um, they, there was a little expansion. It was really actually good. Well, then that one counts, too. Yeah. So, um, and then I did oh, play daddy. some Just Cause 3. Did you play that, Miguel, yet? Which one? Just Cause 3? No. So, Just Cause, for those who don't know, is an open-world-ish, like, mercenaries game where you run around and you kill dictators, you soldiers. You do ridiculous And things. you do ridiculous things, like um, you have amazing grappling hooks that defy the law of gravity. 
in the sense that you can grab things and just zip to and them physics. no matter what. And physics in every way, shape, or form. Yeah. That game makes no sense just if cause. you're you're a scientist in any way, shape, or form. Just because The three. whole point is the first one started as kind of a serious-ish, like, third-person shooter trying to take down a dictator. The second but one. But they added this grappling hook, and people were like, oh, grappling hook's so much fun, and you just kind of focused on that. And so the second one, they're like... We'll embrace that a little. And they're like, well, they made it kind of silly and, and fun. And they added a couple little toys that like C4 and things that kind of let you do, let's blow things 20 years into the air and grappling them and fly into the sky and parachute down across the entire world. Like crazy, crazy things. So in the third one, they're like, fuck serious in any way, shape or form. So you have grappling hooks. Um, that, it's very that, much going like the Saints Row route. Exactly. Yes, I, was, I was literally about to say that. That is, that is very apt. It, like, like they a parody have, of its genre. Yeah. And, and, and they get to the point where they don't even care about a lot of realisticy things in any way, shape, or form. There is no ammo in any sense besides that you have to reload. Nice. So you don't have to go pick up ammo. There is no... Uh, you have ex- these little like, C4 explosives. They're tiny, but you have an unlimited amount. Because the whole idea <laughs> is just to run around and play. You can now have these grappling hooks you attach on two points instead of just to you. So you can attach one to an explosive barrel and one to a guy. And then and then retract them. They, they'll, they'll, they'll tighten. And so you can do it, pull down statues with man. it. You can, well, or you can attach a helicopter to a tank and watch I... them blow up into each other. Or a helicopter or to a man. Or pull... Pull things in I saw someone pull some crazy stunt at the the launch party at PSX. It was like something about like a, a helicopter and just just pulling it into a man. I well, I've seen that, but I, I also saw, I saw one where they, were, they did a boat into like they had boat like, up a mountain. Lo, they had like Las Vegas showgirls <laughs> all attached against each other on a boat, and they're all flying and they're all screaming, and you're just looking over there and going ah, they, like sounds like they're they're dying forever. And then the guy goes. The guy goes away, and then comes back like uh, like a day later. It, he like did other missions, and they're still there. Oh my and god! Still oh, that's <laughs> incredible. Free them. And so what? The they, ride never they, ends. They even embrace it even more. And so like on the little C fours, they added little jetpacks. So before they blow up, you have the option of letting them shoot the jet. So say you're like, I want to blow a. I want. Let's see. I want to attach a guy to a windmill and then on that guy I'm going to run up and I'm going to stick a C4 to him and I'm going to stick one to the other end of the windmill and so I'll stick one on the windmill and the windmill will then start to spin with the guy attached spinning as well so you'll have this double spinning thing like this and then the guy will blow up and like I saw people attaching cows to the windmills call it just, call it just because so just cause is, three it, it kind of is just cause <laughs> and, and, and so if if you really enjoy that kind of thing which I sometimes do and I get in the weird mood for it's really fun. You have a wingsuit that you can pretty much fly indefinitely with. Like that's the one they're they're promoing it a bunch with. Yeah? Exactly. So it, it's it's a really it's a really fun time, but it's riddled with bugs and not Shakuse. like Bethesda bugs well, where you're. With the, uh, yeah, PC is the worst. Allowing, you expect bugs. Yeah, but at the same time, it's not like Bethesda where you're like, oh, there's a guy halfway through the floor, or oh, my quest bugged out, or something. Yeah, like well, that. Yeah, well, some of us oh, feel that that, that shouldn't be, uh, be such a pass. But I'm, I'm not sure if you want. If we're going to do a follow thing later. I'll we're going to do a follow thing later. I want to yeah, sit yeah, down yeah, with yeah, the people who played Fallout and go into some in depth. There's a reason I stopped playing. Okay. And yeah, I'll tell you. We'll we'll, we'll do that because I do yeah. want to do that that in the very near future, actually. Um, but but um, they're more performance issue bugs. Um, like like crashing and just just real bad rates of stuff and for the first like 20 times i tried to use my wingsuit it didn't work and i don't know why so i heard in just cause 2 if you were falling from an airplane you could survive by grappling hooking to the, the ground. ground yep yeah. you can do that in this too <laughs> yep and that's the thing you can that makes gra- perfect sense you, yeah. you can spider-man you can grapple to a flying jet 
and jump on it, rip the thing off, pull the guy out, and get into a jet. Well, that's just standard physics. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> You've never done that before? Yeah, so, so let's move, do that. move on because I, I have been playing a few other things, but they're nothing of consequence. Um, <laughs> let's start, before we get to our big topic, we attended PSX, but we need to talk to this gentleman. He, ta- he went to FanFest. Oh, yeah. Oh, he didn't just go to FanFest. Fan he was FanFest. I am FanFest. Well, it was, it was interesting this year. There was, um, oh, sorry. As opposed to last year? Yeah, well. It was so small last it, it year. Was, it was small last year, and there was a lot of stuff that was logistically unknown. Like, there was the, the most unusual thing. Well, this actually happens in Glendale um, Stadium. Uh, down in uh, Glendale, Egypt. where the where the Cardinals yeah. play. So last year there was a lot of rooms, but the rooms weren't very weren't very cut very well. So you didn't know where they were, and you have to go down this deep and dark alley in order to get to them. It was very disturbing for a lot of people. Um, and there there were three rooms back there. That the the, um, the good thing was for this year, one they they made they made it so people can get into the main room without going down the alley. Two, uh, the spotlights were went down with no problem this year. We got a good amount of attendance for that. A lot of unusual things, but the the big one that occurred uh, that was completely unexpected was we had an unexpected person who, uh, well, the Comic Con didn't didn't pay to have there and and wasn't expected to be there, but he decided to show up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the people that were actually paid to be there before I go to there. And the people who are our guests, um, the ones I, I got to see, uh, Denise Crosby uh, from Star Trek Next Generation, uh, Kevin Serbo from Hercules, yeah, and Dirk Benedict from, uh, I just forgot his show, uh, the A-Team, and he was Starbuck in, 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 the, in the original Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> uh, we had some Firefly guests. We yeah. had um, uh, some Doctor Who guests. And then we also had the... Three of the original um, Master of the Universe cast. Nice. Uh, Skeletor, Alan Oppenheimer. Oh. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Alan Oppenheimer. I didn't know about that one. Huh? I didn't know about that one. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Uh, Melody Britt, who was She-Ra. Yeah, yeah. And, I knew about as, that one. Along with, she was like the first Batwoman, first Catwoman in uh, animation. And then the the original animator, and it just blanked my mind and he's going to kill me. Uh, he's Tom, just going to come to your room and kill you. Well, the funny thing is, I remember his email, Tomcat. <laughs> but, um, Tom, I can't remember his, his Why did his you name? remember my name, Miguel? Well, 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 uh, he's he's going to kill me. You'll remember my face before you die. No, come no, to the no, rescue, Glenn. He's the original animator. He did he, he did the original animation for, um, not only for that, but for, uh, for Flintstones. What? Uh, for uh, Master of the Universe. Okay. For Flintstones. Okay. Um, so also, he was part of Hanna Barbera. Yeah, he, he he's worked for everybody. Uh, he oh. did Dumbelina, uh, oh. King of the Hill, uh, Simpsons, and I can't remember his name right now. Oh my god, I fail! <laughs> I'm like naming everything he's in, and he's actually part of the the big moment for the weekend for me. So the unexpected person who showed up we'll is Don Bluth. <gasps> oh my god yeah. really bobby's clapping to the side yeah yeah i'm i'm a little don I'm bluth a little was there don bluth was there oh, I, I think i remember seeing a tweet with him he, he, they, they sent it because his people decided to buy a table he has his an people. indiegogo campaign going on right now ah. that he's trying to make dragon's lair the movie oh, that's oh. Right. so Ooh. he's going to make an animated dragon he's lair leading movie. the assault against disney <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and um for George. people who don't know th- this guy pretty much created your childhood yeah. american yeah. tale land before time 
and uh, Dumbelina. D- Dumbelina. His animation direction that always scared the shit out of me as a kid. A troll, a troll in Central Park? My jam. Uh, yeah, um, and he also did some of the, the Disney ones as well. Well, uh, he showed up. I got his autograph um, oh uh, while, while I was there. I, I was so happy. I actually got ones for my sister. They're going to be getting uh, oh a signed God. copy of American Tale. Spoilers. And um, <laughs> all dogs go to heaven. So, oh my God, that's so cool. So, but here's the weird part. So, I go to a, a panel after, after getting the autograph, and uh, Tom, and I can't remember his last name, and he's going to kill me still. Uh, he worked with, uh, like I said earlier, he worked on Dumbelina. And the interesting thing was, I actually asked him a question in panel about um, him working with my judge for um, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. And he said he never met him face to face. What? And they did every they worked everything by email. He directed everything by email and informed that. And he also said, "I did the same thing for Don Booth for for." I was going to say, is that supposed to be a common thing in the uh-huh. industry? Yeah, or? apparently it is a common thing in the industry. But here's the weird thing: he didn't know Don Booth was there. <laughs> <laughs> so I told him he was there. I was like, "Yeah, I just got his auger," and he was just like, "Okay, you're taking me to him right now." I was like, "What do you mean?" It's like, "No, you never, are. We never met each other." So, oh my God! <laughs> you got to witness the meeting. Oh, eat more than that. Oh uh, God! Oh Miguel! Oh no! What are you? Where are you going? Well, while Miguel's gone, I'm gonna pimp something that I want that I wanted to briefly pimp. There is a program called Discord that replaces Vent and is really really great, and people should check it out because I apparently very we're sponsored by Discord. No, now. we're not. I just they've made they kind of revolutionized the pl- way I'm playing with my buddies, and I'm really really loving it. So I, I encourage people to check it out. What's That's, nice is that they have a. Uh, in browser version two, it doesn't have push to talk, but yeah, but at least it's at least for people who don't have time to punch in, you know, server password you port. You could join the or server. Be, yeah, or, and the phone app is amazing. I sit, I travel now. When I'm doing one of my appointments, I'll be done in a second. I, I'm going to my appointments, and I'll just throw on my headset and I'll chat with pain and tease and stuff because in the server, and it's really really fun. So go ahead, Miguel. All right, so after, <laughs> after his panel, well, that was a really weird intro. I know. <laughs> and here's so Miguel. A, so after his, pa- after his panel, uh, he was just like, I want to go meet him. So my boss is just like, well, you know what? Miguel will take you right to him. Miguel, hold his bag. So I'm here like I have his, uh, I have his bag in hand. I am literally shoving people through because he's only there for two hours. That's the, he's only there for a two-hour window, one to three. So I'm here trying to get him through um, through the crowd and everything like that. I actually skipped to the front of the line, and the guy that he, he was just like, "You already got your autograph," and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm here with Tom," and he was just like, "Holy crap, you're what?" And and he was he actually cut through the line, got through everything. He forgot his phone, or he didn't have his phone. So I ended up getting the picture of them actually meeting. <laughs> you have a picture of the meeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! That's so, it's off. So it's I, off. so I got it was off. So I got to take that picture, which was awesome, and no complaints uh, on that. They actually end up having like a 10, 20 minute conversation, <sighs> and I think they're talking about possibly working together on Dragon Slayer um, oh when they actually happen. get wow. it funded. So yeah. uh, this is my little a- advertisement, dude. If, it, 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 the campaign ends on Sunday for uh, for Don Blue's um, Indiegogo, Indiegogo campaign. Indiegogo. Uh, there's a lot of different options that they have there. He came down to Comic Con just to promote it um, and you know get some good press off it. The guy is awesome, and if you've ever seen anything with him, you know myself, I'd put twenty five dollars towards it. 
it's not that much. And with all our help, we could actually get this movie made because I'm not sure if you guys love Dragon's Lair going up. Pretty good. But imagine that as a, as a full dang movie now. So we have that possibility. And that was I've like, enjoyed lots of his stuff, so yeah. Th- there was other um, weird moments. I did get to do um, uh, costume contests and photo ops with people. Oh, boy. And yeah, that was fun, being on stage. Um, and there was another moment, but Glenn, I'll tell you about that one in private because I can't really talk about it on here. Any, uh, any, <laughs> is it the locker room incident? Yes. Any, <laughs> moments, any moments from the costume contest? Any particular the co- the cost- ones? I didn't actually judge costume contests. I got everybody to sign up and then doing the... Uh, uh, getting up people on stage to do the photo ops. Oh, okay. So that was my main thing. Yeah. Um, I, uh, my, we, I actually did get to close um, all the panels because I got Melanie Britt and um, Alan Oppenheimer. Actually, it was originally supposed to be a just a spotlight with Melanie Britt, but Alan was such... The guy is literally one... He, he does Skeletor's voice. He does Falcor's voice. He does the Rockbiter's voice from, from uh, NeverEnding Story. And... He actually did the big strong hands for me. Uh, like no. these, these look like big strong hands. I, dude, I want to cry. I was like, I'm on fucking this age. I can't cry. <laughs> so, um, but okay he cry. actually showed up for for Melly's spotlight. It was just supposed to be her, and he showed up and and um, came on stage. And it, it was just like it was a great way to close it because you could tell. It, the funny thing is, the what Alan ended up asking was. Uh, so who who has come to all, uh, our other spotlights this weekend? Because they had one, uh, like the Master of the Universe had, literally had one or two a day for the whole weekend, and everyone raised their hand. So it was just like, okay, so obviously you've asked all the questions you you could possibly ask. I'm going to start asking you questions. And and, and, and there's <laughs> people who travel from out of state. There was a lot of people who were really, really huge uh, uh, Master of the Universe fan. There was one person who actually had the traditional Catwoman the old school Catwoman with a with a purple cape, uh, wow. uh, oh my God. Uh, one going on. It was a really fun weekend. Not as packed as as you uh, as you like. If you ever ever had a chance to come down here um, during the summer, um, it's a great little uh, uh, fan fan fest comic con to come through. So. Was anyone Wait, from Stargate winter. there? Can't, I anyone was just going to say it's winter, winter. Miguel. Yeah. Summer oh, I said summer, yeah. yeah. If you don't want to be here in the summer, I, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> there you go. What was Thank the question, Trey? Anybody from Stargate? Um, no, I don't think... There, there was no... From what? That's okay. Stargate? From what? Stargate. Stargate. No, there was no Stargate Television show? Awesome. We, we had, uh, they had Richard Dean Anderson. Uh, what? Oh, was, yeah, I you, can't remember if he was Comic-Con or if he was FanFest. He was at Comic-Con, which is he strange because yeah. he never goes to those. No, he doesn't. It's crazy. Uh, what, someone I know got to um, uh, the, to uh, moderate his panel. and they, um, Nice. Uh, Jillian, the big person was Jillian. And, and uh, Karen Jillian, the... Doctor Who, the that companion. one chick, that one, yeah, the, the, the companion that the companion that got the Weeping Angels, Karen Gillian, yeah, Karen she, Gillian, a, there a, go. A, Amy Pond, How, Amy we, Pond, she was like the biggest. Guest I'm sorry, there. I'm, loving, not, I'm I was, loving this. Here's the weird thing: she was no, the I'm loving guest, this. She was the bi- biggest guest there, and I did get to meet her briefly, and she was seriously a very nice woman, Good. very tall. I, I was actually really? astounded. They minimized that. Yeah, yeah. Really. she is she a tall woman. She, I think she was she was like an inch taller than me, man. <laughs> nice. So, nice. So, I didn't know she was so tall. I, 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 I know she had some height on the boots, but I still, need to meet her. But um, <laughs> some of the pictures from the weekend. But um, everyone was really, uh, really friendly. Um, uh, Dirk Benedict was probably. It's because they're not uh, like dying of heat exhaustion. It well, just the, makes the, them nicer. The weird, well, the weirdest thing with the weirdest thing with Dirk was uh, he was like over, like overall the most friendly guy in the world and. He was just really cool, and you didn't expect it because 
the he just he's uh, he always seemed like a okay guy. But he seems more like Face in Starbuck. Like, you could tell that they casted him not to play a character, but to play himself as a character. Because <laughs> he is, like, he was a very fast talker. You could tell if, if he actually didn't become an actor, he would have been a great con man. <laughs> he, <laughs> was, he, yeah. and There's he, two ways to go. And apparently he loves uh, flower roots. That, that, he... Hmm. he Flower roots and olive oil apparently is his passion. <laughs> so, I, I love huh. olive oil and fl- flower roots. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about flower roots. Like, so apparently, we'll look into uh, his son. His son. Uh, um, one of the stories he told was his son uh, was trying out for one of the European teams. He's a soccer player. He was okay. actually played on uh, Saturday, uh-huh. and um, it, while he was, after he tried out, they went to go eat. And uh, he noticed uh, some dandelions that were in the like right by the restaurant they were at. Mm-hmm. And he, him, and his son went to go dig for dandelion roots out out there. And the people that were that were two hours ago trying trying to convince their or try to see if his son would be perfect for them, just walked into the restaurant and saw them out there forging for dandelion roots. We must have him. <laughs> it was one. I of call that one. Story, but made me laugh so hard. <laughs> That's cute. And the funny thing is, he wanted. To, he ended up wanting to. Uh, he, he enjoyed his panel so much. He, he wanted to get a second panel. We were trying, like heck, to try to find him an, a second venue to have a second <laughs> panel that we could just announce for him to come through. Can I, can I do that again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was, a very, he was the very first one on the very first day. That's so, so cool. Oh. Fair enough. Right. So uh, ready to move on to PSX then? Mm, it's all you, I think sir. we're ready. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, you no, know, no, 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 no. You actually did pretty good on time wise. So <clears throat> we have Troy who attended. I keep trying to call you Toby. I don't know why. And I just sure. said, nah, nah, it's cool. Okay. So, um, all right. So we all went to PSX and that was a grand old time. Did you get to play Eve Valkyrie? Yes, I did. Okay. Oh, he did. Start with that because I want to hear about that. Oh, this is my second time playing Eve Valkyrie. I really? Played, yeah, I played it at E3 this year. God but, damn it, Troy. Oh, man. Uh, the, uh, at E3, it was a single player campaign. This one was more of a multiplayer arena. Was it like three on three or four on four or something like that? Yeah, four, four on four, Ooh, yeah. yes. And it was, um, it was spectacular. Uh, especially because in the single-player campaign, I died. And in this one, I died, but I came back ready to do some more damage. And it was pretty interesting. You could select different ships. And I'm just very interested. I've always been very interested in the EVE Online universe to begin with. Do you, um, do you play much EVE ooh, proper? Or? One of those no, games. no, I don't. I started it, but I, I don't know. I just wanted to pick it up and sort of just leave it there. But you got to do it monthly. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people get get like chased off like myself or like Bobby or anything like that. They get chased off by the concept of I don't have an economics degree. So dot dot dot, you know, which (laughs) I I always insist you don't have to. Like you don't have to. You, you can don't. just do the fun or stuff according to Glenn. But I feel like I need to play it a lot to justify the cost. You do when you don't. Okay, so one of the nice things about Eve itself is that is actually really interesting is progression occurs whether or not you're online because the characters gain skill based on time, not based on play time. I say what? Yeah. So say you're training to learn to use the Orca mining vessel. You need to learn like five levels of industrial ship, which takes for level one, it's like 15 minutes. Level two is like... 80 minutes level three is like eight hours level four is like three days and level five is like two weeks and that's real time now you can speed it up by getting implants and putting them to your guy but that's like a few percentages at max so really it 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 does behoove you if you play eve to leave your account and just be like i'm you're good for a couple days or Tell a week how or whatever long it takes to is it learn one of those battleships well it depends yeah i there there are <laughs> he says uh, for the sake of argument yeah, yeah yeah um sorry i'm getting distracted <laughs> um the uh, uh 
it's really interesting when you when you when you do try to learn stuff and you because you have to balance okay I could learn this really small ship in like a day or two pretty well or do I want to learn like a battleship which could take months I mean that and that's was, I thought it was three years well it depends <laughs> on the ship and here's the thing <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, most of the ships don't take that long to be able to fly start now but to be start able right to now. fly effectively or men maxed or to the best of your ability takes forever literally like years um, so, and again, you can speed this up. Now what I did to, because I came in like five years late to the game. No, I came in like seven years late to the game. I made three accounts. So I had three guys <laughs> training time simultaneously, which did cost three subscriptions a month. But the nice thing is, is you can actually use in-game currency to buy true, yeah. stuff. Three now, granted it balances with people and stuff like that. And I'm a bit of a whore. So I just bought the, the, the passes and sold them for in-game okay, money to buy my mu- ships. How much money did you spend on this game? Oh, on Eve? Like, overall, ever? Yeah. Hmm. We don't need to get I, into I that. I know someone who actually, who actually played probably, the game and probably was actually able to get paid. Five or six hundred dollars over the course of the game. Mola. Dude, you have no idea like, teaches you how much money ways. I've spent on Just games. imagine when Star Citizen <laughs> comes out, how much how money you'll be spending be. on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to try Star Citizen, but I'm going to try not to make you it a thing. You do realize you could have actually joined the military and in three years actually most likely been able to pilot an actual I can't because of my eyes. They won't <laughs> yeah. let me pilot things. That's actually why I didn't go into the Air Force. This That's is the only exactly reason. Exactly why he thanks plays for Eve online. Him. Yeah, thanks. That was a dream of mine as a child. And when I got older, I was like, I want to go fly jets. And they're like, you can't. And I'm like, well, I'm going to play Eve online. So, so in other words, you're still trying to earn your epic mount. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. No, but hands down, Eve is and VR <laughs> in general is what I am well, absolutely most excited Well, we can talk about Sweet. VR as a, as, a, as a whole in a minute. But what about Valkyrie? Like, to give us some more detail about what it actually is. Because E, oh, no. it's nothing like Eve in reality. No, no, it's a space dogfighting game. Um, so a space sim, and it's fantastic. Oh, and I love the fact that it's in E three, um, not in E three, in three D, um, automatically. So you can see like the frost on the windshield right next to you, and the giant battleships out in the distance. It just is it? Is it kind of uh, like a nicer Elite Dangerous? Is that like the feel? Yeah, or? I don't think he's played that. We do. Oh. You can I, try it here if you want. I own Elite Dangerous, but yeah, I, I was going to say. Let me rephrase. You can try it on the Oculus here. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, I, I think uh, I don't think it's multiplayer in that same way. Okay. Uh, I think there is a single player campaign. You can play multiplayer matches. Okay. So would you say it's more like Freelancer? Probably. Okay. So I do I have, have heard of some news. Oh, that's a, that is a classic. I, I will get that. Yeah. It was very recently. Actually, it's very hard it was it. very recently announced that every Oculus sold will come with Eve Valkyrie for yeah. free now. Which is I which saw is that great. and I was like, that's a compelling yeah. argument for Oculus, but and, I've got two still, in front. But, but so. still, uh, what four four hundred five hundred? What? Yeah, they announced that the yeah, price the, the point. Uh, price point. Oh no, no no no! They didn't announce price point. Oh no, we'll years. tell you what it comes bundled free with free, but we won't tell you how much it is. Man, that's, I don't that's know. Just so, hey, too at least, much. At least Sony, we know we're get, we got a system with it. I don't so, know what they're doing with that, but I think there's some reasons. I don't know. I have another I'm question for you in a sec, but I have a thing. So one of the one of the what do you got? Oh no, I'm wearing an Oculus shirt. Oh okay. yeah, that's snazzy. So like subtle too. One of the, the one of the yes. things that I'm a little more curious about that I haven't heard about and maybe you might know is does it tie into the actual universe simultaneously? Oh, um, I don't think the gameplay crosses over. Wasn't there some game? Well, and could... as Bill actually mentioned because I was going to bring this up, Dust Five One Four. Yeah, um, that, that was. Okay. It was yeah, the yeah, PlayStation yeah. and is coming to PC supposedly still. Yeah, the FPS. Um, which supposedly was supposed to have, and maybe even does. I haven't looked into it lately. Uh, it, it had the ability to hire in-game mercenaries, right. which ended up being the guilds in yeah. Dust Five One Four to affect the battles in. But the problem was sure it, it, it never so. integrated completely. 
well. And a lot of people's uh, who try to use their Eve maps, their Eve, um, their Eve uh, artillery wasn't able to fully function with the game system. Yeah, and that was one of the things where you were supposed to be able to orbit the planets during the battles and drop yes, artillery for yeah. them. And, and if they could make that happen, and then add dust, and then add Eve Valkyrie to be part of it, I think that would be amazing. That would the, be. the problem there is how do you balance the people who can play Valkyrie if you were to have simultaneous dogfights with the people who are just playing regular Eve? Yeah. Well, the, the whole the whole way they were supposed to be balancing it was that it was two separate games, but the, yeah. they, they can help each other. Correct. And then that, that as a mercenary, the the higher the better you're, you are as a mercenary, the more you can increase your price for someone who wants to pay for you on Eve. Hmm. And it was supposed to integrate that way, so it would be a, it would have been the first console to PC that had two different games, but they were complementary of each other. It wasn't supposed mm. to be that the that the that you would have to have the same system specs. It was an interesting concept if it actually yeah. worked. The future is now. It, it, <laughs> well, can you ima- can you imagine if it, like for example, like you're playing Mario Maker and you can throw. Master Chief in there to run the same map. So <laughs> I don't know if we're ready for that one yet. Nah. Um, I mean, I mean that might work because in Valkyrie you seem to only be in like very small fighters. I would, that's what Eve. I was going to ask. Can you give us some details about like how the fighting works and what size ships are? Oh yeah, they're very small ships, and it's it's very much dog fighting. You can barrel roll, you can to the right and left, and uh, go all the way up, all the way down, reverse, all that jazz. Uh, yeah. But you seem to be in a pretty confined space, um, so you it doesn't feel very confined because you don't really have any desire to leave the map but um, I'd rather not go into space it's, exactly yeah, you know and they even say and they're like we can't survive without these big ships we can't make our own warp jumps so um, but yeah it's oh it's gonna be I think it's gonna be amazing that's interesting that they say you can't make your own warp jumps because literally everything in EVE can make their own warp jumps including even the pod that your individual guy by himself flies in with no ship which I thought that might have been the case. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She said something about if if we lose the blank ships, we'll be stuck out here. So I don't know exactly. They may okay. The only the only plot wise thing I can think of is that there are areas that are in a, that are only accessible through these weird things that create wormholes in essence, and so maybe you get trapped in a sector. But e- in Eve, you should stargates? be able. To, they're not called stargates. Dang they're it. called Sinos. Sinos or something like that. Is copyrighted, sir. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So they're oh, called mass relays. Any issues? Yeah. <laughs> Do you now, have any now, issues with now it? Starship Troopers might be a possibility. That's what Helldivers <laughs> is just like, by the way. It, it looked. It looks like in the Sony VR, the graphics were a little worse than when they were on the Oculus. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's to be expected, and it could be in development. You know. I, well, I'm sure it was actually probably running on PCs, so I would be surprised that. Well, almost all the games at PSX were. They did have a PlayStation there. Was that a facade? A lot of them are. Usually, yes. we learned at, at yeah, Umbrella, demos. it's usually a facade. They're usually running on PCs with, with PS4 controllers attached. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. Well, that, dev computers. That, to be honest, that's like... that's a, It's fair enough. Yeah, I didn't care. Because I hated when they did it back in the day for just like the Ultra 64. It could run exactly the same as, yeah. as the, uh, the Killer Instinct cabinet, and then it turned out to be such a... Disappointed. <laughs> well, we'll see, man. Whatever. Santa's not real, so you know. Ryan. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Ryan. Ryan! The only thing to contribute in thirty minutes, and no. it's, Santa's not real. Well, okay, look. I'm I just fucking. You're fine. fine. You're fine. You're. I'm just. So I'm, I'm. I'm. Experience wise, huh, I'm. I'm curious. Huh. You got to go to the keynote. Yes. We missed. We missed the keynote. We were. We were still flying and traveling in at the time that that happened. It's like, right. what was 
I like. I'm just very curious because I haven't gotten a chance to catch up on it. Oh, I liked it a lot. A lot of people were disappointed because of the lack of big announcements or the lack of updates on the big projects that are going, namely Horizon. Mm. Um, but so there were some smaller announcements and there were some uh, a lot of different things. Some games I was like, oh, that I've never heard of that game, but it looks interesting. The intro video and the outro video did a very good job of you know pumping you up. It was this yeah. like older guys like back in my day, <laughs> games used to be fantastic. But, um, so it, it, I liked it a lot, though. So. How about Final Fantasy? Oh, yeah, Final Fantasy yeah. VII. They didn't, even, they didn't mention that it was going to be episodic in the keynote. They didn't. Okay, so. I think, I think they didn't want to deal with the, uh, the fallout of that. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> did you not know, know like this? Cuss, and that deserves a cut. <laughs> did you not know this, Miguel? No, okay. oh. I did not. Now, now. Sorry, I, I've real. been in my other world the, the, the past weekend. What happened? Okay, so, <laughs> so before you flip out. It's not going to be episodic, supposedly in the traditional sense, like Telltale. It's going to be a little bit more meaty episodes, like um, like almost more chapters. Like like um, there haven't been anything hard, but they're talking about doing like most of the game from one perspective, and then most of the game from another perspective, or something like. That. So it's almost like they're trying to expand the original game to be more games within a game. Glenn, come on, you know uh, that I, that's not going to how it's going to work. It, what's going to end up happening? It, what's going to end up happening is. Every few hours is going to say, and please wait for the next version of... Well, actually, I'm going to go with, please wait for the next version of Final Fantasy VII. Well, See, you know me, next I was struggling. Final Fantasy VII, now, Cloud does an Ultra Buster. What's the, no matter what, what's the benefit of that for us? The problem is there, there is there is no benefit because what it's going to do is going to over comes out early. It. No, it's going to over monetize. They're not going to. It's not going to come out early. It's going to be completed at the exact same time it would have been. I disagree. But no, that's that's the way SquareSoft name something that SquareSoft has completed with a hundred percent accuracy um, at the at the time to- at the time it's supposed to be complete in the last five years. See, there isn't one of those, and Never. I'm you're you're kind of being me for the night, which yeah, I appreciate because now I don't have to do that because that's stressful. no because it's one of my favorite freaking games. Final f- no shit, <laughs> Dragon Warrior Four. Final Fantasy VII, Super Mario Brothers three. Those are my top three. So, so you just you just found out. So you just found out about this. So I'm so I'm so I'm giving no, you no, the. No, no, I, I, I'm gonna hyperventilate. I need a bag. I, the 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 pluses that they're feeding us to cover up the. We're obviously trying to monetize this for all it's and worth. Them, is, they're gonna freaking like mess up Aerith, and they're gonna fucking like she lives. You she can't lives. save her, Miguel. Well, a they said they're sticking to the plot line. They have stated that they're not changing the story. That is a thing they have clearly stated. It's gonna be a what if scenario. You're gonna be able to bring her back. <laughs> it's gonna be. We maybe need to move on before somebody okay, blows a it's blood vessel. It's gonna be okay, bud. Anyway, I'm, I'm just gonna cover this before we move on. The, the supposed, <laughs> the supposed pluses, which I think we should get without having to to haggle with whether or not we're dealing with episodic gameplay, is the pluses. Supposedly, you'll be able to play it sooner, uh, have a less buggy game if they're releasing it. The, the the school of thought with this episodic, oh, you get little bits of the game and parts, has always been... You'll be paying for Chocobos individually for a dollar each. Yeah, I wasn't going to go Real there. Real-time money. No, you're going to need a mobile the golden, app. The golden, the golden, the golden to raise one. Is gonna be a ma- I, ma- that ma- sounds fun, though. 
But you have to have it. I'd be okay with that. Required. That's fine. I, I think that's going to happen. In Dying Light, they have a thing where you send out scouts to go get you stuff, and they bring it back, and they give it to you in-game, and I love that. God, so much drama, so much controversy. <sighs> in real time, yeah. I love it. In <laughs> real time. But I think what Glenn was saying makes a lot of sense because, you know, you have all those mini-stories with Zach, with uh, Vincent, that they could integrate in there. It's true. And, and expand upon. Exactly. And make, you play those expansion games? But, but no. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're making this engine, <laughs> no, no, and, they're, and they're making it all work together, so why not add more story and things to it? I want to see because more of Vincent and things. Where it, it, wasn't though. it wasn't though. It wasn't though. It was actually though. a poor translation from the original. It was the, the, a poor translation. The story translation. itself though was perfect. You did, right, but the, the translation that the... Oh, you go, it, just because to the, the mic, not to Rigo. To the mic, Miguel. Yeah. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> I, I think it does. I think it uh, downplayed a lot so of the original. Right now. I know. That's fine. The passion just needs to be aimed into the mic. I know I know the feel. I know the feel. It's I'm too burnt out on those feelings. And I need to give you a mic with a gain modifier <laughs> Jesus Christ um, but uh, okay Sorry, so let's move on from Final Fantasy uh, did you have anything you wanted to say about Final Fantasy 7 because you watched the trailer in the thing are you yeah. afraid to say it now a little bit uh, did you notice the gameplay change <laughs> Oh god! Have go you not ahead. watched a new trailer, Miguel? I've been avoiding trailers oh. for everything. Oh. Okay, well, so it's like every single. Okay, I just want to say in my mind. defense, every single thing has had Batman versus Superman or Star Wars attached to it. Seriously. So I've been avoiding YouTube. I've been avoiding everything. I cannot wait till next Thursday so I can actually do stuff again <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not even seeing Star Wars till Christmas, so. Ooh, why? I'm a horrible human being that didn't buy his tickets the first week. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, just, just lightning's gonna strike us right now. Die. Fuck Star Wars. No, what, Ryan? Ryan. No, we no, weren't no. gonna go no that controversially. That. I'm, I'm I will be there at seven o'clock. I have my seat reserved at seven o'clock next next Thursday. Yeah, so. well, no, we've heard great. the story from everyone everybody we know. Knows. It's it's fine. It's it's good. I'm glad everybody else is having a grand time with it. It's not my wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. So that means you're gonna you're not gonna see it until after the next podcast, then? Correct. Probably not. No, you guys can't do that. Come on. It's true. I don't have tickets. I can get you a ticket. It's going to be easy after after the weekend. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, you guys can't we, wait that long. We had a specific plan in mind, but yeah. we'll we'll talk about this later. We need to move forward. Um, so, anything else from the keynote? Wait, wait. He didn't actually say anything oh, about oh, Final yeah. Fantasy VII that he was trying to say. Uh, well, I don't want to. All right, then no, you can no. say another thing. I mean, if you prefer, you're, do you do you not want do you not want to know me? I can mute his mic. Um, <laughs> All right. So the thing is. Uh, it looks like they're straying away from turn-based gameplay, um, but like, like as in, good. like, like the new Final Fantasy, like fifteen. Yes, yes, yeah. it looks very much like that. In, in a like good Kingdom way. Hearts. Yes, in a good way. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, I like it. I like yeah. the change. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be cool. Maybe they'll stick okay, to the materia system, night, even though we know friends. that will never happen. You know, there the, you could still play the original, though. I mean, it's yeah, it's that there. is still a game. That's a good point. It's Troy. on Final Fantasy. F- it's on PS4 now. Bada bing, Sora's bada bing. gonna be a special character. Okay, in Final Fantasy so VII. that would be yeah. <laughs> so other big games. Cloud Let's secretly ninety five. Part of yes. a, Did you? Clone. <laughs> Cloud is Sora. <laughs> Did you get to play Dark Souls? Dark Souls. Um, no, I didn't. But they did in the keynote, at least. They did release a lot more about Uncharted Four. Ooh. So, what which, did they say about Uncharted Four? Because I don't follow. You know, it looked really, really good. They added, or they gave a lot about the story. 
And there was one point where there was actually a, a dialogue. They branched di- they had branching yeah. dialogue now for the first time. Yeah. It's um, unclear if that's going to affect the end of the game, though. Didn't seem like it would, but it just seems like a little bit more of uh, choice immersion, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it looks looks like it's going to be really good. And I did get a chance to play Uncharted. Oh, uh, yeah? They, they only had multiplayer available, but it actually handled really well. Well, it, nice. the, the, the reason I didn't stand in line for that was... The booth had quite a line. That's what? why I'm impressed. The reason I didn't stand in line for that is because you can also get the beta on your PS4 uh, right now. Well, uh, so I was like, I'm not going to... you can't get a picture with Nathan Drake on your PS4 right now. Well, that is true. <laughs> that is uh, true. Different poses. We did this back-to-back gun pose. Oh, I, I, oh did you really? I didn't have a oh, gun, though, so I just did my oh, fingers. Finger gun. It looks oh. kind of weird. That sounds fun, though. Did you get the one with him pointing <laughs> at you like, this Stop guy? Yeah, this is yeah, a family yeah. show, Absolutely. Miguel. They, they, I, I thought... No, it's not. So, so bringing it back a bit to PSX as a whole for a minute, um, A, that convention center was spread out really nicely, so there was places yeah. to walk and hang out and be, and it wasn't hot, and it wasn't so cramped like it was, PAX always was. If Whereas, I may, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was like all the splendor of like PAX, only with all the parts I don't give a crap about shaved off, <laughs> and just so much less stress and less crowding and less foot traffic like yeah. in a good way it was also like so for just you that would be no nintendo and no xbox no 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 not <laughs> no nintendo it's, it's not the fact that people aren't there it's the fact that it's focused on the things that are and and it, it simultaneously excluded people who were not interested in xbox and nintendo that were the fans not not necessarily games cuz a lot of the games were multi platform i'd say like 80% were multi platform well, um who had the most impressive display Ooh. Battleborn, Battleborn is a good one. had an amazing display. Had that Blood, looping, uh, had dark, that looping Alt J song, song, which I'm the sure thing. the people at that booth hated. By the Dark end. Souls Three had an amazing booth. I like the Uncharted. The guy one. that had like a big stone uh, Uncharted and stuff. A, 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 as a like a set piece. Yeah, yes. like like Bloodborne and um, Battleborn yeah. dark and Souls. Dark Souls had an amazing statue and things like that. But as for turning the entire booth into a cool thing, besides MLB the Show, I'd say Uncharted. Oh, yeah. Cause oh, how did MLB the Show? So look? they made a sports bar. <laughs> In the thing, oh, a oh operating God. sports bar, so you could You're... go and sit and play the game instead of the TVs, and they were giving out beer. Well, you bought beer, but early still, on, I, I happened did they, upon. Did they have like any special beer or anything like that? Like, a, like their own limit? Yeah, yeah, no, it was standard stuff. It oh, tasted okay. like it, it tasted like yep. a step down from Shock Top a bit. It yeah. was they were giving it out with oranges. So if that's any indicator, I happened upon that booth just like while I was checking it out. I'm like, oh, this is a sports bar looking thing. I hadn't quite noticed the MLB the show. Uh, logos everywhere and I noticed <laughs> everyone at this little bar like like getting drinks and stuff and I'm like oh they got a game on the on the thing and I, 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 along the bar they had all these televisions showing a game and obviously that ended up being MLB the show the game the show being played <laughs> and I thought it was so amazing because I'm like oh that looks like an actual baseball game I don't play those but that's actually really impressive and it was a lovely place to, to rest and have a beer but yeah the Uncharted one well you walked through the booth what would like besides the fact that it was kind of jungly and woods like did they do anything else um nothing I, I liked that the photo booth you know there were photo booths all around yeah. but they had a photo booth in the line so you basically and it moved really fast and well that's good it, it's always nice to have a thing to keep people entertained in yes. the line I really loved that I, I, I always think that's very prudent a nice thing to do on their part. On top of all, as great as PSX was put on, I thought they did. They, PlayStation did a great job throwing a convention because that was probably the best put together convention. We got a great little swag bag. The line swag bag was in was quality. It was great. It was the was lines were all very well managed, which yes. is not normal at conventions. Um, 
Sorry, Miguel. Um, let's <laughs> no, see. That's him. I know, I know. I'm, I'm just joking. I, I don't do lines. I know you don't do lines. <laughs> um, a reason. Maybe Sorry, Isaiah. And they they had like these cool little check-in things, which didn't always work, but it was a cool little mini game yeah, for you to yeah. do while you were there. And you got cards for it. They handed out these really cool trading cards that we were collecting and tied to rewards you could get in the PSN. Yep, oh, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. And and so you could if you did a certain thing, you could even get like ten dollars off on the network on the PlayStation Network, like a voucher and stuff. Yeah, definitely so. quality. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Well, yeah. Wait, I don't think we qualified. No, we, we. I. I missed. Um. I could have bothered them to activate it, but um. I. We. When we checked in for the panels to get the panel checked in, oh, it yeah. checked in as the keynote. Huh. So I didn't get both. I needed uh, both, and uh, I knew one was on the keynote, but I did both, and it was supposed to be both. You had to get a certain it. amount of the check-ins. Yeah, and you had to get certain ones too. Yeah. So. And was there any like other uh, things that you got from PSN, like special themes or oh, yeah. or special music? Yeah, there are. Oh yeah. Oh, I could show you the list. There's like 15 themes games. I got from oh, stuff. Nice. So entire games. Yeah, we got Nuclear Throne for free. The Bit oh, Trip cool. series. The Bit Trip series, which they call the Bit Trip. <laughs> but that, that game is fun. Those games are fun. Absolutely. They're entertaining. Um, Dark Souls Three. So Sarah and I got to play Dark Souls Three for ten minutes. Um, it their, plays, their booth was impressive. Their they booth had was very cool. The, the quintessential statue oh, with, yeah. the, with, with the with the blood, blood catching. And we got a picture of that. The uh, the photo booth. But yeah, that was the the longest line we stood in, which was sweet. It was like what twenty minutes? No, nah, it was about forty in the end. I, uh, I was gonna go as far as thirty, but either way, feel like it. But, it did uh, not feel like it. It was nah, it was it fine. Was it moved along. It was the first thing we sat in line for because we figured that'd be the most involved yeah. but the game itself it's bloodborne no okay so it's, it's, so it's dark words, souls 2 <laughs> no it no it's dark souls 2 with slightly faster combat and i don't it's not nearly as fast as bloodborne but it's slightly faster than dark souls yeah, it's 2 yeah like slowed down bloodborne coming from someone who's only been experiencing firsthand bloodborne yeah it, 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 as a fan of both series both people that enjoy both series will probably enjoy it and that's probably i imagine what they were trying to close that gap um they did continue they, they put us into a castle standard blood um dark Souls stuff running down killing skeletons things like that a lot of interesting that dragon well that's what i was gonna say a lot of interesting really cool little set pieces in the sense that um there were like undead characters that had no interest in killing you you look. Oh, I thought you were waving. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. So, so there were there were a lot of little like undead characters that had no interest in killing you, which is weird in Dark Souls because literally everything tries to kill you. No, um, there was in one area. Yeah, exactly. No, no. It, I mean, that's normal. What to have guys that don't want to kill yeah, you? Yeah. Well, not to this scale. There were lots of them. There's uh, usually like a few little were things they here on and there. Your side or are they just like ignoring? No, they were ignoring like you. They were busy doing stuff. Um, no, they even doing wouldn't after you hit them. Really? They were really. Okay. They were like. They were like somebody made zombies that weren't interested in doing anything. They were anything caught but up chilling. worshiping something. Yeah, like worshiping, and they the were sun. like, mm. "Well, eventually, <laughs> eventually, the undead had to discover Twitter." So that is not how the praise the sun works. Zombies, I know. Yeah. Um, became zombies, but it was really fun. I mean, we only ten minutes. The sun, that's what they're doing. Couldn't say a ton of. <laughs> <laughs> Could, couldn't really say a ton about it. I mean, it felt really good. It felt like Dark Souls, but improved with a little bit of Bloodborne play. They changed the way the magic works. For if you, if you play Dark Souls 1 and 2 or Demon Souls, magic works based on charges. So you get a certain amount of each spell that you bring with you. Now there's mana. And so, that wasn't Demon Souls. Mana. Demon Souls, sorry. But yeah. Dark Souls 1 and 2 right. was charges. charges. So now you have a mana Estus flask as well. So that's kind of odd. But I like it. I think it was really cool. And the spells I did get to play... Um, were actually really cool. They had this really cool um, broadsword one that the guy just kind of swings the staff and it turns into a gigantic, like, three lengths of a halberd long and it just goes, quack, and goes through all the guys, did a ton of damage. It was, it was a really fun, good-feeling spell. And I hope they keep it going and I, I hope they that wasn't just a 
really well played vertical slice, but I can't imagine considering if, it's from software. If I if I may jump from that to to for honor. Yeah. Because that's something we all played. That, or, yeah. Rather, everyone who went to PSX played that. Uh, it was yeah. great. It was great. Yes. It was. It was. Com- I don't want to go as far as to say it was complicated or complex. There was a lot to remember. There was a lot to keep track of, especially with with the gentleman who was who was directing us, kind of telling us the whole time. He's like, "No, keep this in mind. You got to do this." But I mean, it was all in 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 good spirit because he wanted us to be successful. Yes. In the game, or was it an actual human guy? An actual it was human a guy. Man. They they, they were the best. I'd say at presenting their demo in the sense that they had a guy standing there helping you out, telling you what to do, making sure you kept on track, not pushing you and be like, "You're not doing it." But he's like. Hey, you're having a little trouble. Because there was a lot to remember. You have to remember to to aim with your sword. You have to remember to aim to block, and and you have to have your your orientation of your weapon always in mind. And mm. then you here's how you you break their block and and hit them then and stuff. And mm. it becomes second nature after a little while. Yeah, you play but, it a little bit, and then you get it. It's 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 one of those things where you start off kind of stumbling, and then yeah. it it the process of learning it makes you kind of attached to it. It's. Which, Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's an entirely new combat system. Yeah. There may have been something like it, but I've never played anything like it before. It's imaginative. You said orientation of your weapons? So, So, I'll I'll explain it real brief. So, um, you played Chivalry. Yes. Okay, so you know how you can block different directions. This is very similar to Chivalry in that sense. The difference being, you know in Chivalry, how the weapons had different length of damage based on how close you hit them with the blade and stuff. This doesn't really do that, and it's a little bit more simple in the fact that one-on-one locking, you kind of lock on. Difference being, there's no limit to that. Like, anybody can lock onto you. You can lock on as long as they're players. Um, So, I'm I'm explaining this horribly. It's four-on-four. Champions are the bigger guys, bigger than like the MOBA style little guys that run around with you. And so minions, minions in essence. So they come in and and secure different areas, and your bigger guy would that's just slicing through them. And when you find another champion, you can you can lock onto him. And at that point, you you pull up this little circle that's segmented to left, right, and up. And so you can attack left, right, or up, and block left, right, or up. So you hold your stick whichever direction you're a preparing to attack, and then b. Um, blocking from so it gives you a little indicator as soon as the other guy's about to attack a direction it goes it says a little sword which direction so you could quickly switch or keep it there there are guard breaks there's throws things like that so it seems like a really interesting one-on-one combat game and almost then, like a fighting game on top of that very strategic you're like, in and you're in a battlefield you want to coordinate with your fellow players on your team like well i'm taking this area or i'm working on this like you and you have to keep all of that in mind while trying to strategize against whoever's defending or attacking against you or what's the most players what what's the maximum amount well players? they did 4 on 4 and i actually asked they didn't say they were announcing how many yet so i i asked a lot of little details like that um they haven't announced a price point they haven't announced whether or not um what systems it's going to be. All we like, can say is it's stuff. rather fun. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. It was a good time. It, I really loved how it balanced this one-on-one feel with being in a battlefield. And, and how that, if you get tunnel visioned on a guy, A, you'll lose other objectives. And B, another guy will just come up and slice you in the back and kill you. Yeah, because it is really easy to die if you're new block things. Like, a hmm. couple hits. But um, it is really... And then, and then you also have that really fun... Um, Unlike chivalry, where you can't really mow through guys, right. which is kind of fun in those kind of games, you do get to mow through a bunch of little guys. Really, it's really fun to just be like, "I'm taking this point, and there are no champions. Let me just slice through three guys at a time, and you kill like fifty guys." You're so like, that was great. Fun. So it almost said, yeah, I'll say Dynasty Warriors. It, it's like so a, a it's a like a sword fighting mobile almost, but with 
domination points instead of bases. Okay. So that was really neat. Did you play attacker or defense, Troy? Or did you both? Because you played it twice. I think both, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's cool. That's so, cool. It was pretty cool. Absolutely. So on the other side of that coin, then, what game do you think is either overhyped or that um, you don't think was <laughs> as well-developed um, as what needed to be in order to be at that conference. Which demo was the, bad. the problem is <laughs> from... I try to say it the nice way we go. Which one was it? The problem is for me is that I know that all those games have been being um, refined and everything throughout the year because this is like the last convention of the year for most people. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like right. the last time it's showing. So they've pulled out a lot of the bugs and improved them to make sure that those vertical sizes are really good. I didn't have any like superb experiences that are... Let me phrase any not great experiences that I can think of. Uh, the cynical I'm, one. Go ahead. <laughs> to be honest, Do like it. I'm, I'm trying to think of anything that hardcore disappointed. Or you could say which I'm gonna sound, the least amount of people in line. I'm, I'm gonna sound super, super snooty here and say the, the, the VR that I did try doesn't match up to any of my other VR experiences. Like how good it was. The, the, um, oh, something sky. It wasn't. It was, it was wayward sky. It was Wayward Sky. It was fine. It was it was it was fine. If I'd never played VR before, I'd be reeling about how great it was and I'm I'm amazed and it's the future. But like it was just it was kind of just, oh, direct your girl here, do a novelty VR experience thing here and then move on to the next one. Like and a it tech was dip. Yes. No, exactly, like a tech demo. Better than like, Headmasters. It's better than Sorry. Head- Transformers? Headmasters, oh, the head button game. Headmaster? Oh, never mind. That was better than Headmaster. <laughs> It was better than there are so many ways that joke could be going wrong. Sorry, (laughs) there there were. What did you think? Well, there were a lot of games that were ports of PC games. Yeah, um, which is which is fine because a lot of them were local multiplayer games, which I love. Me too. I'm a connoisseur, but um, uh, so I wasn't. I don't remember anything that I was too disappointed about. Just just things I was like, oh, I've seen this before, but it's still good. Yeah, there were a few games that I saw. I was like, I saw this at PAX, and I wasn't. Then I'm interested now. Every game that we tried, I was like, I want to do that. You need to talk about Headlander. Yeah, I do. I definitely do because it's like like there anything that I thought I would be disappointed by, I didn't try. Like, and and which isn't to say anything I didn't try would have been bad because we passed by so. Sounds good for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. Miguel's no. got that on the mind. Obviously, I'm, we, uh, so. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> we uh, we we passed by plenty of like good looking uh, indie games and stuff like that. We also tried a bunch. We did try lots. Among the quote unquote indies um, was no, it was with Double Fine. It was not. Um, it was, yeah, it was with Headlander. Fine. Fine is a great, it's a great studio. It, Double Fine game, is an yeah. indie studio. You realize, right? Indie Studio Double Fine. Oh, okay. Indie Studio Double Fine, uh, in in collaboration with Adult Swim Games, made uh, Headlander, which was awesome. It was this was actually according to the 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 demo gentleman, uh, the first convention it was playable at ever. And because yeah. I at at uh, PAX Prime, I saw a demo video for it. I watched uh, the trailer and watched some gameplay and stuff like that, and it looked so amazing. I bought I bought the shirt. I bought the shirt they had for sale there, mm. and. Um, and it just, it's got this very retro sci-fi kind of aesthetic going on. Lots of bloom. Lots of bloom everywhere, which is What's whatever. What's the animation stuff? Uh, it, it's 3D. It's it's like a... It, it's it's colored almost like Psychonauts which a, with a tiny bit more cel-shaded look. It's got that 70s tan like red space look. Dandy. With, yeah, kind of space dandy. It's that, got a very space dandy feel. over-accentuated, big helmet, astronaut-y, kind of that... that futuristic retro sci-fi you know what i mean did it, they give it, you any storyline so just... well the 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 shtick with headlander is you play as a head 
like you when you when you start your demo your character is waking up and they're just a head in a bubble basically they're just a head in like a bubble you attach yourself to bodies or machines without heads basically to play okay. and that's it's it's almost got like a cu- puzzle puzzle solving aspect to it it does, it does totally have a puzzle solving aspect to it in that you're you're like oh i need to get to that side i'll float my little bubble head over to this person or i'll suck off their head or <laughs> that's what he said no um because you because there's a there's a mechanic um where you can you can sort of uh tractor beam tractor beam the head off of a a enemy or a machine or anything like that hmm. which was the entendre but um but then you you can take over that yourself and use that to to solve various puzzles there's combat bits that is almost optional with the with the no, ability you need to do I would it say with double fine as of late i would say their combat systems have not been the best it, it's um very did you play shadow complex no. Okay. Um. It, it's very Metroid combatty. Okay. Um. In in the fact that the combat. No. This is a bad. Exp- no. Those are bad analogies. The combat is secondary to the puzzle. It's almost like the combat is the part of the puzzle in the sense okay. that, like, um, you'll grab one guy and he'll have a certain color laser that opens a certain color door, stuff like that. And but but you'll also identify guys who have stronger guns that shoot three yeah. lasers instead of one, and it's way more. Efficient. You don't get the you don't get the tractor beam ability until a certain until a certain item is collected. But once you do have that ability, it's almost I almost went through the game thinking like I could just take this person's head off and replace it myself instead of right. fighting them type of feel to it. It was very cool. It was very fun. Like I just, it, it did not disappoint as far as what I was seeing and what I was expecting the last time. It was awesome. It was really, like, really fun. Double Fine have been known to have good classics, you know, Psychonauts, but I think this, this one's going to one. be a good one. It, it's okay, going to be, like, I call back to like brutal legends. I'm like, eh, mm, I wouldn't I go off of that. Legends. Like, like, like it was, I really did. the theme was funny, but as far as the gameplay wise, did you play Costume Quest? Yes. Or did you like Costume Quest? It was cute, but the fighting, like, it got tedious. Yeah, well, fair enough. Right. Um, what did and you play in the Indies? Oh, yes, yes. What? One of the ones I was most excited about. I've seen it a long time ago, but I never got to play it until then. Uh, Push Me, Pull You. Did you play that one? No. It's, it's so weird. So you can get your satisfaction? <laughs> Um, yeah, your satisfaction. So tell us what That's is it about? Stop it. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a short local multiplayer game where you are like a like a cat dog version of a person, and uh, oh golly, yeah, like there's two heads and you've got like this weird long body that can elongate and shrink, and um, you're trying to wrap <laughs> yourself around this ball and bring it to your side of the court, and you have to like infiltrate the other person it's difficult to explain i'm sorry that's, my musical reference actually seems very adequate here that's <laughs> not the one that's not the one that almost looks like a nobi nobi boy style yeah, is say, it? that's not something bandai would make you know <laughs> i don't katamari um, nobi nobi does it look like katamari style almost or i mean no it's more like um it looks animated almost okay um, that still sounds like a good yeah thing. <laughs> but was there any story involved in this either, or was this a no. goal to goal? No, it's like single match game, local. Okay. Mo- oh, this is this like- is the one I'm thinking of. It's oh, okay. it's kind of Nobi Nobi Boy style. Yeah. Um, I remember oh, seeing some some promotional footage of it, and they were comparing yes. it to yeah. their style yeah. at the so. time to Nobi Nobi Boy. Yeah. So yeah, awesome, awesome. That's that's cool to hear. Absolutely, that was a great one. Um, there was another one called Tricky Towers, which was very good. Is that the Tetris one? Yes. No. The te- oh yes, yes, it was then. Yeah. Okay, well, like I didn't get to play it, but I saw it. They looked really neat. It was fun. Um, it was Tetris with power-ups, but the blocks could also fall. Like, if you didn't put it in just straight, it would just 
tilt. Yeah, yeah. And, and town. wasn't there something about impact too? Like if you hit them down too fast, they like would fall because Tetris with physics. It is yeah. with physics. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It Absolutely. is. And there's power ups too. It. You can mess up to other people or put vines to make yours stronger. And speaking of one similar to that, I play. We played one that was actually surprisingly like I kind of got almost roped into it because I wanted to eat a cookie. And and um, they're like, you have to you play a game. You the demonstrators were offering oh, cookies. I'm like, for deal. Playing. Yeah, the Netherlands deal. So you so, know you're not supposed to say cookies from strangers, right? Yeah. Well, if they're offering games. They yeah, it was it was they were, they were they were devs and they were I knew who they were. So, <laughs> um, Tumblestone. It's a really cool. It's similarly in um instead four four people playing side by side. Um, it's like bubble bobble, but with straight lines and, huh. and it's very puzzly. So you have to, you know, kill all the green, three green ones and then two, you know, three orange ones. But maybe if you didn't clear the, all the green ones, you wouldn't get all the orange ones. It's a little hard to explain, but it, it's very bubble bobbly in that puzzle style that you have to clear it in order. Hmm. And, um, it's really about getting it really fast and it got really competitive at first. We're kind of like, whatever. And they're like, Oh, this is really hard. Oh, I'm going to beat you. And, and it just, I don't know. It escalated. It was one of those one more turn type of games. The, like, the, the. Yeah, that's exactly what the the booth had all these like impression impressions quotes like uh, to to entice people into playing it. And after we'd played it, we noticed like one of the main ones was just one more game. Like we should just play one more game. I, I was like, that's apt. I, I'm not gonna lie, I wanted to play one more game exactly. when we left out, and you were like, let's go. I'm like, yeah, we should go. I wanted to come back and do it again. I was like, was it was impressive. Really I'll probably grab that one. I do. I want to get to soft body, but before we do, there was another indie game we played. At least one or two more. I'm just trying to think of, and I lost. I played it. one voice voice command. Oh, was the shtick? Yeah, the, um, um, there came an echo. It was kickstarted, yes, voiced by Will Wheaton, the main character. Absolutely. That was. It was. It, it had some technical difficulties. Did it? Did you get a chance to play it? No, I, but I talked to them about it. It's like oh, really? XCOM kind of with voice commands. It's a little really? more Shadowrun if you oh, played the God. new Shadowrun Returns. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it is with voice from, commands. From what little bit I've played of it, it did seem kind of XCOM combatty, but with the shtick being uh, commanding them with your voice. Yeah. Um, they were they were trying to break down for me during the the tutorial bit, like how to do it. The one of the developers was sitting next to me as I did it, and I kept trying to command the person uh, being confident it'll work it not working and them kind of just just saying oh it's because we're at a convention it's very loud so there's interference night i'll give them that I'll, I'll 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 throw them that benefit of the doubt it just it was giving me a little bit of of difficulty yeah i had the same difficulty because i actually have it on pc because i kickstarted it oh, i had the yeah. same problem oh. actually in real just at home IRL. so I haven't really now. Granted, that was on like my laptop. I haven't really like pulled up my nice mic and tried to use it really, really well. The gameplay is nice. It it, it, it didn't stand out in any real specific ways to me. I mean, the voice control is novel, but unnecessary, frankly. Um, and I I was very much hoping it wouldn't be, but um, you know, either way. So use the control and you achieve the same thing. It, it, you can, yes. Yeah, it had the option. Okay. To it was do that. really interesting the way they did make it work. It was a good system. But it's just okay. it, it, ultimately seemingly unnecessary. Wasn't wasn't there a first person dungeon crawler where you could cast spells with your voice? Rimlock? No, that wasn't with your voice. Book of spells? Yeah, I think so. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, there, there was that one that you, you got a just like this huge book and you can yeah read, read the spells. Yeah, I think the, you're right. And the camera was supposed to be able to to semi know what hmm. what page you're on and make sure that you heard everything correctly. Oh, if that was if that would work well, it didn't work well. That uh, was uh, <laughs> it's bad. It, 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 That's it, a shame. It, they try. It, it just was. It, they end up get like uh, selling them for like five dollars each at Target. Oh, and, yeah. oh, and there was this huge thing because the, the book was like. 
a good size, like about oh. like a quarter to- torso size, and it just didn't work right. Aww. Just sell it to Pottermore. Dude. It's Wingardium <laughs> Leviosa. We're <laughs> saying it wrong. Sell it to Pottermore. Now I'm going to get to the game, that one of the games I want to ask you about that you played. Did you play Dead Star, though? Dead Star? No, I didn't, actually. Oh, okay, so Dead to- Star was a five-on-five, top-down um, um, spaceship game yep. where, where they had all the spaceships had really neat um, different mechanics, abilities. It, it was... It's kind of hard to explain it because it's such a basic concept. It's a bunch of different spaces with a bunch of different abilities. You can mine during the matches. You capture sec- sec- sectors, and you work as a team to try to do it. There's invisibility. There's repairs. There's one guy that has a saw blade that spins. It's a laser saw blade. It just goes, whoosh, and it's really powerful. You have small ships that are really fast. Big ships that are really slow and powerful. You know, your usual stuff. But it worked really, really well. It felt really, really fun. Mm-hmm. We got the beta, by the way. Ooh. If you checked in at the booth, at least, I think. I did not. I did. But, so I got the beta. So I'm going to try that out again. I, I've only got to play one round, but it was really fun. I had a great time with it, so I'm definitely going to follow up on that one. They mentioned it in the keynote. It looked good. It, it, yeah. It, it was good. Um, Firewatch. Firewatch. The, <gasps> it looked like the demo was very long, which was great, but that means that the line didn't move at all. So I didn't. Oh, I thought I thought you actually got to play it. No. Ah, oh, well, no. yeah, and that was my thing. I was like, this is the worst it was game the line. to show. Stood in line like, for like wh- ten minutes, oh, and then also it's kind of like um, a puzzly game. Like, like I kind of it just didn't feel like a sh- game you should show at a show. I don't know. Yeah. Did, but not on the just like pretty spectacle thing front. Did you get to try Abzu at all? The, Abzu. Yeah, it was just swimming around the, the diver ocean. game. Oh, the diving game. My friends did. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I gave that one a shot. It was pretty. The way the 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 demonstrator uh, explained it to me. There is no objective. You just kind of explore. It's just a relaxing game. And I was like, kind of about that lately. So, so I did that and it's, you find, you come upon things. The, the demo kind of uh, glitched out on me mm-hmm. about a few minutes in actually. And I was like, I don't know was if this is supposed PC? to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, explore I'm, the glitches. I'm that, not entirely sure. Actually. That seems like the kind of game you need to sit down with like for an hour and be like, I don't know. Cause it's the, one of those really just soothing, exploratory yes. chilling games. So. Along yes. that vein, did you guys try bound? No, no, that was super atmospheric. Let's say really highly strange. I also have to say, but could be interesting. It was, it was this atmospheric, I don't even know how to describe it, and it's not a puzzler. It's like a exploratory. Your character moves in like dance moves. It's almost ballet esque. And I have a theory about the game, but I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Well, it's a theory. That's <laughs> theories are good. Possible theories spoilers. aren't spoilers. Well, then here, spo- I, does anybody here care about bound spoilers? Go ahead. All right, All sixty right. seconds. Like bound theories. spoilers like for them. anybody listening. Go. Oh, okay. So it's uh, atmospheric. You're in like this completely geometric shapes all over the place. Um, And at one point, you come across this monster that's terrorizing this kingdom. And then you pass out and you have like this vision of like realistic looking people, like like actual people sitting at a dinner table playing chess. And then you come back to, you know, your weird geometric face. So, yeah, I was thinking insane person um, coming back to reality. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it's like. It's weird because it's completely geometric shapes all over the place. You're doing ballet and these monsters are like terrorizing the kingdom and you just basically have to go to them and you don't really fight them. You just sort of dance. It's it's highly unusual. Huh. Hey, hey, after Papa and Yo and uh, what Braid and everything like that. And Undertale. Yeah, having a new game that you're 
that might undermine itself, if you will. Absolutely. It would actually be very, very fun. Child of Light was actually the last one I played that was similar to that, and I actually really enjoyed that. I, I have atmosphere. it. I want to play it. I need to play it. It looks so much fun. Child of Light. It's only, it it's only six Child hours. Yeah, it's I know it's that, short. It's not a long game, but it, it's really fun. It's just a game that every time I go to play it, I'm like, ah, I'll get to it next time because I have something else. I just, I don't know why. I never hit the top of my list. That was Bound? Bound. Bound yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, quality. Very, no bugs. It looked very uh, good. What was the... Um, like we said, look like real people. Is it like uh, it, uh, the way you're making it sound? It almost sounds like a watercolor. Like the the way that the the I mean, it's it's more like three D geometric shapes that are shaded, sort of almost cell shady, I guess. Hmm. Um, and then it went to realistic people. They didn't look like a picture. It looked kind of like they were made of shapes themselves. Kind of like the people you know in that engine just tried to make people look as realistic as possible. Hmm. Um, but it was very interesting. Nice. Interesting. Do you try Far Cry? Far Cry, yes, I did. I did Prime too. Wheel. So did yeah. Sarah. Um, what do you think? I thought it was a great game. I don't know why it's a Far Cry game, but well, the, because <laughs> because it, because it, it was made in the engine, and they wanted to brand it with something that yeah. would bring people in. Branding. You know, you, and the, I thought it was good. I, I in the sense, it was it, fine. I meant the far, the decision to name it Far Cry. That I thought it was was, fine, was a yeah. very fair decision. Now here's my two issues. A supposedly <laughs> they have not announced multiplayer, hmm. which I found really weird. Because that seems like that game not only is prime for normal multiplayer, co-op, or whatever, but also when they showed the trailer for that game, for those who don't know, Far Cry Primal is pretty much Stone Age, Sabertooth Tigers, and all that shit, Far Cry. What? No. Wrong game. What what game am I thinking? You're thinking of Just Cause, maybe? Just Cause, okay. Yeah, no, this is Far Cry. Far Cry. Far Cry Cry does not have a regular... They have a grappling hook, but it's not anywhere that kind of grappling hook. But long long story short, the neat things I thought about it were the the weapons. You could throw all the weapons at people. So you have have like clubs, you just chuck them at people, which is really cool. (laughs) It does sound like Turok. Um, It is. It is very Turok, without dinosaurs. But there's woolly mammoths, there's saber-toothed tigers, there's bears, wolves. Yeah, it is. Uh, I thought they should have just fucking put it. That's what I thought. I was like, fuck it. Just put in fucking dinosaurs. Why not? <laughs> that would be so. They'd get so much shit. It'd I be know, awesome, know, but they would but get so much. Yeah, and the Jurassic hey, was hey, not hey. the same time. Those raptors ooh, don't ooh, have ooh. feathers. If, if you if you played Turok for the 64, that game was fun as hell. If they made a modern version of that, I'd play the shit yeah. out of that. Actually, aren't they? It kind of is. And they, yeah. With one, I think they are, yeah. That I heard. Oh, yeah. It was great. Um, the yeah, it was it was great. So that that was what do you think about it? I thought it was great. I mean, from what little of other Far Cry games I've played, like it was it was fun. I enjoyed uh, exploring the. There was just a lot to be seen and a lot to be yeah, interacted with. Definitely. I like that. I mean, that that's kind of the point of the demos is the whole very interactable vertical slice type of thing. I was having fun just exploring and the, the lady help it guiding my demo kept trying to be like, well, you can go over here and do this. And like, clear no, the I'm outpost. Just, no, I'm just having a good time fighting this this thing this over here. It's been here for just three hours. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and for those who don't know, the other cool thing about that is you actually get to tame and have animals help you like as your, your companion. Yeah, it's like Shark. It yeah, might, it might have just been the demo, but it seemed like it was really easy to tame the animals. Yeah, it was, like, it was a little too easy. Walk up to a woolly mammoth, just like rub it on the head. Hey, and you're like, girl. Mine now. Yeah, well, that one's almost like <laughs> reasonable in the sense that you're like, okay, but then you're like, and a tiger or a wolf, you're like, you throw meat at it, and it's suddenly your best friend. You're like, like if only mm-hmm. this happened in real life. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like a supernatural. Aspect. At least in Ark, yeah. you had to knock them out and then feed them. Exactly, and then you have to like, you have to, you have to you free them, and then, like and then, and then Jurassic World. I was thinking like the hand. Huh? <laughs> 
Yeah, and this you didn't even have to hit him or anything. Like it was. It was <laughs> don't even got to throw that pokeball at him. You, you hit don't. the animal to yeah, control that's it. That's how you knock him out. You hit him. Ryan, um, this sounds like your game. So the, the animal attacks for you. You don't have to actually kill anything. I thought you were implying that I hit animals. <laughs> no, I was actually going the opposite way because you don't. We weren't, we weren't going to go there. Great. I was about to be like, bro. Did you play Umbrella Core? Oh yeah, I saw that. That did you play it? Um, I I was there when somebody. I'm was assuming it's a Resident Evil game. It is okay. okay. So the, the premise. I linked you a while ago. That maybe. Really fun. Well, here I'll go over it and then I'll and then maybe you'll. Well, I don't. I remember that, but probably because I don't remember anything. So um, what it is, is it's a third-person shooter where it's a squad of, like, four or five people going through, like, a building that is infested with zombies. Um, the difference being there's also another squad that is trying to kill you. Yeah. So the point is to kill the other squad. It's a team deathmatch or objective-based game. The neat thing is, is the zombies will attack you depending on what's going on. So, like, the demo we had, everybody's equipped with jammers, which stopped you from being attacked by the zombies. But if somebody shot your jammer off, which I did... The fucking zombies go ape shit as soon as you shoot or do anything near them, and they they'll start attacking you. you. So I'm I'm pretty sure in the normal game you're going to be able to be like, no, I don't want to jammer onto something else because I think I think gonna they're going to balance. I'm pretty sure the reason they gave everybody jammers was so that not everybody died immediately every yeah. round. So they knew what was kind of going on. I imagine the jammers will be area based so that you kind of if you have one guy with a jammer nearby, you'll be okay. You stay but next to him. Exactly. Some kind of operator class. Something maybe? like that. Yeah. So uh, it, it's it's very. Um, that game is very primed for being very equipment heavy and very specialized heavy in the sense that, okay, you grab the jammer and a shotgun. Okay, you grab the stronger melee weapon and some heavy armor and go up front. You grab the, and then you grab like the silence weapon so that you can shoot when the zombies are active or something like that. Because the big balance is, okay, the best example is there's a room for zombies and there's a guy on the other end of the room and you're on the other end of the room. But you like, want to kill him. But you're, but he, you're, okay, well, here are your options. Shoot the guy and the zombies kill you. Shoot the zombies and the guy kills you. Wait for the guy to shoot at you. See if the zombies kill him. What do you do? It's this weird balance of, of checks and choices. And I, I, I think... You have that third unknown you, throw you have a to flare. watch out for. Exactly. <laughs> throw a flare. Startle the zombies. Do something. You know, you could well, pull out a shield okay, and melee them. Then a uh, secondary question for that. Um, when it comes to that game, because it actually sounds very interesting. Can you... Um, it's not by class, so can you pick up the weapons of your fallen comrades? They didn't have that. I think you can, but they didn't really have all that fleshed out. There's a lot of... It, it's still pretty early. That one's still alpha, I would I believe. assume so. I would assume so. It seems like that kind of game. You already come with, with... I think you already came equipped with it. My favorite mm, weapon... With a melee weapon. ...was the Brainer, was what it was called. It was like, take the, the pick that Lara Croft has in that new... Right. And, and then yeah, yeah. add some flourishes and blades to it. It's basically just like, here, I've got the pick from Lara Croft, and it's <laughs> Only it's four braining zombies. And you get a little shield awesome. in front of you. I imagine you'll probably get or a bigger, Or melee attacking shield. people so if that's how you operate. Too, from yeah. what I saw in the trailer. What? You can use zombies as shields. Yes. I never thought of that. Yeah, you can grab them. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Operation Hugin Shield. So, so but it's an interesting like path that... That's what I brought up. Capcom's going with the Resident Evil series because... You had five and six all action based, and all of a sudden, whoa! It's Call of Duty. I now. like that this isn't a Resident <laughs> Evil. It it's not. It doesn't called Resident it's Evil. It's not anyway. trying to call itself Resident Evil when it's not. Mm-hmm. So, but it's called That's itself good. Umbrella Corporation, Umbrella which is exactly. <laughs> it is technically the same universe. No, 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 yeah. it's, it's, no, no it's, it's actually going to be part of the movie universe. So you know, Mila Jovovich <laughs> is going to show up uh, all of a sudden. Mila Jovovich and, just and, and shows she's up kill, in a skin kills all the zombies and you. And you're like, oh, we lost this match. Clearly. Portals in the Half-Life universe was nothing like Exa- Half-Life. And that's fair. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's we, a good example. So we did play that, and my only criticisms genuinely on that one were they really need to tighten that game up. It, the controls felt a little loose. There were... The, the graphics needed some... 
Oh did they, have, did they give an expected release for that one? No, they do not. I asked. I so, asked on every game. There was a dark of, of expected have. release dates. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, back to the uh, Far Cry Primal. Yep. I saw a page for that on Steam. I don't know if it shows if it's co-op or not. Pre-version. Oh. It does not. It does not say. And, and I, because okay. I actually looked, because I was like, they're liars. No, it's not there. So <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm hoping. So you think at least this game, though, will be tight in the PC then? Hopefully. Which one? Umbrella or yeah, Far Cry? Well, no, that's what I was saying. I hope they tighten it up. Oh. I hope they do. Um, it is going to be PC, right? Um, yeah. But I really, I if they do tighten it up, it's going to be great. I, it could be a really fun squad-based shooter for people to enjoy. I'm, I have high hopes, especially now playing it. I had high hopes before, and now they weren't dashed in any way. Besides the fact that I'm like, okay, you're on the right track. Everything's great. Keep it going. Finish it. Make <laughs> it right. <laughs> Don't fucking use your crazy bullshit DRM. Put it on Steam. Don't be dicks about it. Because it's, it's Ubisoft. No, that's not Ubisoft. I'm thinking Far it's Cry. Capcom. That's Capcom. It's already on They'll Steam. probably just put it on Steam then. The other thing is, is that game, and, and there was recently a Kotaku post about how, oh, multiplayer-only games shouldn't be $60, which I don't agree with in the sense that you shouldn't just say if it's multiplayer-only, it should be, shouldn't be $60 because it should be based on the game, not... What type of game? Not what type of game. It should be individual. That game felt the way it was if it's that only in just a couple other modes like a $40 game. If you really set it $40, it would be perfect because it was... Did, that's in an ideal world. In yeah. an ideal world. Didn't what? they say there was going to be free to play? Oh, did they? I thought they did. I, I did so, not hear actually. that uh, at all. If so, the page. I would be yeah. cool with that. Even if they're... As long as it's not pay to win. Yeah. I, I don't... Because I don't mind the boosters and get extra XP or currency to buy. I don't mind those mechanics or anything. But the... I the, do. Yeah, well. Depends. You don't play PC games. Much. Um, Much. But, but also, um, a lot of us don't spend $500 on a $60 game. But, but, a lot, <laughs> so but, but, but the nice thing about it is, is I can say, oh, my buddies, grab it, you know, in minimum. And then we could say, okay, well, we would have spent $50, $60 on this or $40. Okay, let's spend some money on it. It's the same it. as like exactly. Battlefront Rainbow Six. You know, you just have pure multiplayer, not really single player. Why are you pricing those games at 60 bucks? Well, well, and it depends on the game. Sometimes you get more gameplay out of a multiplayer game than you do. I'd say a lot. Yeah, of I guess times. it didn't play. But no. sometimes, take as much development. sometimes they have the single player scenario too. Like if you remember early Call of Duty, you had single player. Yep. Yep. And the multiplayer, Absolutely. which also sold. But yep. with these recent games, $60, $60 price tag, but it's pure multiplayer. I agree. Um, there's, so there's potential for more fun with that. It, there's definitely good potential. I hope they. I hope they... Don't stick it out in like February. Well, they um, need another six months. Well, off. the thing is though, like even with the current ones, even though it's not f- first person shooter, third person shooter, the new uh, Star Wars Battlefront has been getting plagued lately because of all the uh, the bugs that they were saying with it. The, the specialization of um, getting only getting randomly getting the heroes, only randomly getting Han Solo or Leia or mm. anything else like that. So or Boba Fett. It actually does change the way that the game is played, and it's it's caused a lot of people to like. I'm not going to play this anymore because if I'm not if I'm not Han Solo, I'm dead. Yeah. Like that, yeah. it, it just, that just sounds. Like, mm. Yeah, it, it, play the game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fair enough. Get good. Um, yeah. So let's <laughs> see what else on my list here of games. Well, I, I like wanted to. Oh no, no, you go. I, was, I would like to relate a hilarious anecdote. Yeah. Um, one of the friends that I went with to PlayStation Experience, who shall remain anonymous for his own protection, um, he no longer owns a PS4, <laughs> but he was there. Not <laughs> nor a PlayStation Three. And that's okay though, because that game w- w- or that that it's con- a good time. Then it's just s- a good fun it was. time. He said he likes yeah. gaming. And he likes spending time with friends. But somebody asked him about his. 
about like, oh, you can do this on the PS4. Don't you want to check this out? And he was like, I don't own a PlayStation, buddy. Aww. And apparently the guy was just so shocked and didn't know what to say. Just what do you uh, say? That? It's a, it's like, do you know where you are right now? See, I don't know if I would be as as, I don't as aloof. In the Bible. I don't know, <laughs> but here I am at the Holy See, or you know, it's it's Mecca. like I I don't know. Paid to get in. I don't know if I would be that aloof about just like in your face, like oh, I don't have a PlayStation. But I mean, I, he, I think there's there's tired. there's fun to be had. What's you the know? system? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, he's mainly a PC gamer. Yeah, oh, and that that was my thing in the sense that it's a I, good convention experience either way. I, I so. didn't go to PSX because I'm a PlayStation gamer. The only reason I have two PS4s is literally because of Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um, I up I up until this generation was mostly Xbox, not by any real like um, loyalty, just because. All my friends no, play I'm, on it. I'm the loyal one, and she's the PS4 person. So we did get a PS4 first, and I still I have an Xbox One, and I use it here and there. It's just that we end up buying a lot of games on the PS4, and uh, I also prefer non-shooters on the PlayStation mm-hmm. and shooters on the Xbox, mm-hmm. just because of the way the controllers feel. But um, I wanted to. Did you have another game? Oh, I just um, I missed Gravity Rush the first time, so I'm excited to. Mm-hmm. See it's a good remastered. game. It, did you, was it was it there playable or anything? Yeah, it was. How well, did you like I, it? I picked it up in the middle of the demo, so after like five minutes of cutscenes, yes, it was very. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. It's a pretty it's fun nice, game. Nice, the concept I like, is I like story though. Yeah, the concept right. is um, quick action, simple but yet really well put together. Of the whole gravity control, good is really neat. Um, I played it when it came out on Vita. Um, jazz punk. I didn't actually get to play, but I got to watch somebody play it for a little while. And um, what it is is it's this like cell shaded, very simplistic art game. It's a it's a living Ren and Stimpy episode. It's all it's about really, dumb jokes. It's really goofy. It is really, and it's on Steam now. You can get it. And I talked. That was to the, my first question when we were, we were watching it being played. Was like, are all the people supposed to look like cardboard? Cutouts? Yeah, they is are. that like a stylistic it is, thing, it or is. is it? Are you in a training simulator? And there, like, and it's just about jokes and having fun. And it's and there is like a story and a plot, and you're technically like a secret agent of some some sort of doing something but like like um somebody he went into the player went into a into a sushi restaurant and found a jar and he wanted to get into the kitchen and the guy at the kitchen was like you may not enter the kitchen but i'm scared of spiders so he went around and you're supposed to gather all these spiders then you throw them on him <laughs> once you gather enough spiders then you can go into the kitchen and then you can and pick he up just a... straight up tells you he's scared and of he spiders. Tell... yeah well and again it's also. all jokes it's just jokes you're playing little puzzles for jokes and then like he he grabbed a puffer fish and like the the sushi chef was like you did not prepare that right and the fugu right and then so he just sprays people with the puffer fish and they're all screaming around <laughs> it's just this really weird fun Interesting. again it's it's like a Ren and Stippy episode that you can play through it's, it's really amusing Sweet. um so then the other one i wanted to talk about was a game called go ahead no i was just, did you check out brutal no i didn't i saw it but i did not check it out it's like a top-down dungeon crawler uh but it's all uh, artistic stylistic choices it was like it was, black and white yeah it almost looked like oh. tron yeah like oh. lit things a uh, collection of hymns around the room <laughs> yeah no i did i didn't did you check it out yeah I, I, well, I watched it i didn't uh stand in line for the the playing but it, it looked pretty interesting and i guess the other the as you can guess by the title, um, the it's very gruesome and whatnot, gruesome in a Tron artistic way. I don't know, but so, so it's a way to get do it, like bleeding, so get blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks interesting. So um, one of the games I want to talk about for a few minutes is Soft Body, and not and and partially because the game is actually really great, but also because I got to sit and talk to the dev, and he told me a lot lots of really interesting stuff about the creation of the game. So um, basically, the game is a I don't want to say dual stick, but um, 
It ends up being. It's like sound shapes a little in the sense that you touch things to activate different squares and things. You're like a little like. um, It's very simplistic. Like a looking type caterpillar, like a fat caterpillar that flies around the screen and you got to touch things and move around and. The and premise when, of soft body is, is, oh, you're playing as a thing with a very soft body. Can you do that? That yeah. makes sense. And, and, and the, the thing is, is there isn't really like a specific, like at least yet, uh, according to Zeke, there isn't much of a plot put together about it, but it kind of, it's, it's not explained in any specific way. It's about music. It's a music game. And in, in everything you touch creates more music and adds on and adds on and makes, makes sounds and everything. And one of the neat, really neat mechanics is um, a couple levels in and for pretty much the rest of the game, you have a thing called a ghost, which is a different color one of you and you can move it around and it doesn't die or anything. And if it, if it does certain things, it comes back to you. But you, it's the only thing that can kill certain things and you're the only thing that can kill certain things. So you have this kind of dual stick. You're controlling one with the left, Very one with the right. Very pleasing to the ADD adult yeah. mind. It's it, nice. And, and so it, it becomes this this discovery thing where you're kind of, they don't tell you what to do a lot of the times. It's kind of like, once you get past the yeah, tutorial. Get, it's kind of like, okay, there are shapes and colors. Touch them. And it's one of those games like Super Meat Boy where it just restarts immediately. So it's kind of trial and error and a lot of little fun. And I really, I really like time. that. And um, it, the music was really good too. Mm-hmm. It had some amazing music and it just builds and builds and builds and crescendos as you finish the level and then rinse repeat. And um, there are evidently well over 100 levels. Well, well over 100 levels. Um multiple color schemes and things like that that come in and and visually once you see it you'll understand it's it's one of those games that just vividly pops really really well and at first i sat down and i was like okay so it's kind of like sound shapes but something about it really felt like all the mechanics came together re like more than the sum of the parts you know um they felt really like they he even added like bullet hell mechanics to be added on so you're so you're trying to touch squares with one character you're trying to move balls with another you're trying to with the same because um, there's a ball on a track, they have to move a bunch, and then okay. there's squares you touch. There's guys to depending, kill. And then there's, depending on um, your map you're working and on, yeah, and then, but sometimes there's all time. of it, and then there's also sometimes turrets shooting at you. So you're dodging with one. It becomes this really like managing three or four mechanics on the screen at a time with this music, and it, it, it's a little overwhelming. But the but it kind of overwhelms as you're finishing it. Like it grows and grows and grows, and as you're about to finish the level, like you're like, okay, I'm about there. It's kind of like the end of a Hell Divers level. Where you're like, okay, it's the <laughs> end, it's the end. I'm I'm gonna get on the ship. I'm gonna finish the level. Like, and and it finally does, and you're like, okay, and then the music starts up, and you. So huh. it's this build, and I really like that. So I so while she was playing the entire demo, I got to sit and talk to Sizzy. Here, here's a here's a little screenshot of the black and white at the very top. Like it's it, mm-hmm. that's it's usually more colorful, like purples and yellows and reds. But but it's it's as you can see, there's a bunch of different shapes and bullets and things. So, I got to talk to Zeke. Zeke Verant is the um, the gentleman. He is an opera composer. Uh, so about four years ago, four or five, three or four years ago, he said, um, one day he he had been he had been just getting into writing opera and doing it more and more and starting to make money. And he he got a fever, real bad fever. And so he was kind of waiting for it to break, kind of chilling out, just hanging out at his house, sleeping a lot. And um, it wouldn't break. And so he took a bunch of ibuprofen. He said. And so one, and so he started having these crazy fever dreams, and with his mu- with his music made him. He was listening to his music and hearing stuff. And, I should make a game. And he goes, "I should make a game with this." Flux capacitor. And and yeah. and when his fever broke and he's all better, he's like, "I'm gonna do that." He taught himself to code. He made all the art himself. It's very simplistic art, but it's still very beautiful and vivid. And you still have to understand color schemes and things. Coded it himself, made it all himself, did all the art, produced all the music, made all the music. This whole thing this guy has yeah. done in the last couple of years. Um, Developers and, have stories. And, and, sometimes they're and, really, And it really was crazy. really interesting. And he was really passionate. He lives in Belgium now. Um, he, and if we, if, if we have people with questions or anything, he even said, hey, 
Um, send me questions. Send me questions. He was really happy to talk to us. So, hmm. um, wow. uh, I didn't look at world. Somebody's asking just real quick so I can address these. Somebody's asking about world, world of tanks. tanks. We didn't touch world of tanks on PS4. It is coming to PS4. And so the people who like that will enjoy that. I touched I'm it. sure. How you was it? it? It was pretty good. It was very good. Yeah. I, didn't, I haven't played it before. I mean, I hear it's actually as a game, really fun. It's just a lot of the people don't it like the It didn't sound super intriguing to me, but like, what was your impression <laughs> you of it? You don't play tank games. Well, yeah, I, I don't play. Exactly. Oh, no, her. no, I don't either. You, you know, <laughs> no, um, but no, it was it was very interesting. Um, it seemed like they were going for the historically accurate feel. Um, I'm sure they sort of balanced the tanks because some tanks back in the day could just override other tanks. Yeah, but uh, nice. but no, it was it was very interesting. And my we weren't too interested until uh, we found out that the person who got the highest score of the day gets a PS4. <gasps> so, oh, that'll do it! So wow, my buddy was was all over that. Was having some like fun. Three huh? matches. The one who doesn't have a PS4. <laughs> yeah, because he needed one. No, now. there you go. <laughs> um, ask people asking about Job Simulator, which I didn't play there, but I did get to play at PAX. We played on the Vive briefly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that worked I, great, but we didn't get to play it there. It looked very interesting, and it's funny. It's kind of like jazz punk meets VR, mm-hmm. and since it's it's a silly like it's you're a joke. you're playing as a guy oh. and you're doing the job, but really you're just throwing things and hitting shit. And <laughs> you got further than that. I did yeah. when, when we did try it because we tried the same demos like, on the Vive. I made soup in. I was a cook. <laughs> was the job simulator I did in Vive, oh, and yeah. it's like okay. Grab the mushrooms, grab the tomatoes, and you lit and throw them in the can. And it's, and I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get the knife, and I grabbed the knife, and it broke. And I'm like, what I the never fuck? found the direction. I tried to do things, like I tried to actually process things. Like, no, no, just throw the fucking things into the pot. And and then it, and then it's like you made soup when you throw like four things. I'm like, what? And you look into the pot, and there's a can of soup in there. And you're like, so it's it's really tongue in cheek about about it. But it was it was a, it was a good game, and I'm interested to see it when it comes out fully. That's the one where robots have taken over the world, right? The what? I actually didn't yes, know the premise. Yes. It is the one where the robots have taken over the world, I believe. But um, Did you guys see the trailer for 100-foot robot golf? I saw the screenshots. <laughs> I did not see the trailer. And I wanted to play it, but I didn't see it anywhere. Yeah, it wasn't Oh, okay. Playable. Well, I was going to say. So. I heard about it. Um, but bef- I, before we move on too, too exactly far, because we need to actually start getting wrapped up, because we're just... We should wrap up with the VR. We bit. will. We will. Um, so check out Soft Body. I really loved it. I, it was probably my favorite indie game there in the sense that yeah, it came I would go together. It came besides besides Headlander, in my opinion. Well, yeah, and I like Headlander thing. and that stuff too. But like, I, it was one of those games that I would love to be inhibited by something or other and just sit for a few hours and just zone out and enjoy music and experience. A lot of games nowadays to me feel like games and they're fun and that's a great time. And then people are creating things like Gone Home and. Um, What's the one that won all the awards at VGAs? Uh, oh. oh, Life is Strange. Life is Strange. Life no, strange. not Life is Strange. The girl, the murder. The case Until of Dawn. Eileen. The girl. Her story. Her story. Oh. All the experiences, things that become experiences. And I, I agree that they are experiences and not necessarily games in the sense that I don't really care what you call whatever. But they're all fun. Interactive stories. They're interactive stories. And either way, whatever you want to call them. But the Soft Body for me felt like a thing that was a full experience because I sit down and I'll play. Hell divers, and I'm enjoying it, and it's fun, and I'm I'm tense and everything, but but I still don't feel like I'm gone. You know, I know I'm playing all over. When something about soft body and the music and everything came together for me, I don't know. Maybe it's a personal thing in my brain that happened, and I was just it came together and felt like a thing that I would love to just zone out and be that. Did game. they give you headphones as part of the demo too? Mm-hmm. They gave me headphones. Yes, as part of yes, the they demo. did. So it sounded really well. He actually really insisted well on it yes. when I sat down. He said the music is a big part of the experience, right. and so. it was. And and again, he's an opera composer. He does that stuff. So right. He still does it. Um. It, it did. So it, just it would only kinda... work if you had headphones or like 5.1. Uh, 
stereo. I don't know. I don't that, know. But... I imagine it probably helps in the sense that there isn't directionality as much. I mean, maybe the 5.1 would be, you know, what side of the screen That's as much. But it, but it wasn't as much. It was more just, I don't know. It felt more connected to the music than most other games okay. do. Even like Sound Shapes is really nice because you're like, oh, ding, ding, ding. You click a little thing and turn on. This one, I don't know. It, it had a great build for each level, as I felt, and in, in, in a crescendo. And I, I just thought that came together. And they're not as long as Sound Shapes. Each level, they're like, if you can do it, you're done in like as 15, 20 saw. seconds. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, they're they're supposed to be like Super Meat Boys. Okay, once you get it, you yeah. got it, and it's done. So I love me some good music. Mm. Any other non VR games? Ooh, non VR games. Not that I can think of. Before we talk about VR and they're, come to a close, they're there though. They are well, there. the one the okay. one panel. <laughs> the one panel we did get to sit in on because we we unfortunately missed a lot of the others. But the one panel we sat in on was the VR panel where they ended yes. up discussing it a whole bunch, and it was it was a great, oh, yeah. great, informative, awesome panel to to watch. Um, one of the one of the more more vocal um, people on the panel, uh, Anton Mikhailov, um, does a lot of developing for for VR and all of that. He's and, the R and D guy. Yeah, he he is one of their R and D folks, and he they. The panel was short. It was like 40 minutes long. They weren't they they didn't give them really adequate time. They talked about a lot. They covered a lot. It was very interesting. But uh, a few folks ended up uh, kind of swarming him like at the foot of the stage after the show and he was um he was he sat there like at the stage like talking about about just VR and about his his R&D experience and stuff like that. Um but we, we ended up having to vacate to another area, but yeah, we found him again, and we ended up talking for a while longer. Yeah, we happened upon him, and, and, and he was like, where's everyone else? They, they caught up, and we all just, the, the Q&A session started, and because um, they were talking about, oh gosh, the one where they, they, they made the suit for. It was, it's on Rez. the tip. Rez. Rez. The, the, the gentleman made a suit for, like, with, with the, the vib- vibrational bits and all of that and so i had a lot of questions about like how close are they to to controllers with like haptic feedback to simulate uh touching like and like grabbing weapons and stuff like that and he had a whole lot to say about that which was it was all practicality's sake he said it's it's the technology is not quite there it's all kind of too difficult to get uh quite conveniently and the weird thing not weird i'm sorry that's the wrong word um the very interesting bit that i got pulled into was talking about like um, interfaces, physical interfaces, like, like you were saying, like haptic feedback, things like that. But like um, not necessarily how we would get feedback as much, but more how we, we could inputs, different input systems. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about um, gloves. I was like, well, the basics, the gloves. He's like, we say, there's one really big problem with gloves. How do you clean them? People sweat a lot and, 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 and everything you have, you know, it, it, you secrete oil. And to make them detailed enough to be able to move and articulate and, and understand and re- read everything – you need something that's waterproof or, or that you can clean or something. And I, I thought that was a very good point. I assume they probably could figure that out at some point. But then there's the fact that, much like when I was telling you about um, the button, the, when you press a button, a thing happens. Well, if you want to pick up a glass of water, you know, in a game, you press a button. You grab the move controller in, like, one of the, the VR demos, and you put it near it, and then you press, you hold the button, and your guy goes, oh, good, I got it. But if you say, okay, I have a glove, and I want to in-game grab it, and you go to grab it, and you go do this, and it's your character will grab to... it, but you're like... Ah, I'm out of it Which because the feedback I had for that was I, I, I didn't want to take up too much of his time, but the feedback I had for that was like they they seemingly get it so minutely detailed with like with like mocap 
like when you do mocap dots on on an actor's face or something like that, you can get it just so to the tiny little iota of movement. Yeah, but the problem is, is trying to bring that home. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that, that, that yeah, and like like what he was saying about the gloves, very very good very good um, analysis because. You have professionals to put those gloves back on for you the next yep. morning. You have professionals to put those dots back on your head, back on everything else. If you're trying to bring this at a, as an at-home experience, it's almost – it's not impossible. It's just highly improbable you can get it to the accuracy you would want it to be. That's essentially the answer that he had for me was just the, the, the technology is not there enough to make well, it a – Mass. It depends on what it is because, like, with the which, and we talked about this too. The HTC Vive uses LEDs, little LEDs to track everything instead of like the big balls or anything like that, like on a move. Well, in theory, the one of the things that the guys at the Vive booth were telling me was they're like, well, in theory, you might even one day be able to buy things or attach your own LEDs to things because they should just stick on there because they don't actually need power; they're just receptors. They they bounce light off the lighthouses uh, videos. And um, you might be able to buy a sword and attach things to it and be like that. But he said that's that's going to be really difficult because of you'd have to get them within about a millimeter accuracy of where you'd want them. He's like, but that type of thing will potentially allow for a lot of really cool mass-produced accessories potentially um, that could work with that kind of technology, which would be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. The other thing with the glove and, and the issue was like, say you want to grab a gun in game and then shoot it. Like, how do you how do you... Once you grab it, like it's not just like, oh, I didn't get to feel it. It's also like, how do you differentiate different mechanics when you can't hold it? It would almost sound like you would have to like almost make analogs for just about everything, which is something that you said for the other VR system that previously. Correct. And and, and he said the same thing. He's like, yeah, current tech, you're probably going to have to create analogs, you know, fake guns, fake, fake swords, things like that to to be able to do things. Um, The last takeaway I really took was really interesting was. He was talking about how um, you can you can create resistance and the illusion of resistance with motors spinning them and creating yeah. like downward force or something, but currently we don't really have the technology to create something small, heat efficient enough, energy efficient enough, battery powered or anything like that to be able to make that. Viable. The more sensation you want, basically, the more powerful the machine has to be. So the bigger, the bulkier, the more power it takes up. Well, yeah. And also yeah, the, the mass cons- the mass consumer use. And that was the be- other be- thing. Because if Price. You do, yeah, because if you're going to do it um, like for uh, uh, let's, let's say for example um, even though we just talked about Star Wars um, when they're when they're holding when they're when they're trying to feel the weight the actors have to have to be able to put that in, onto the screen. Being able to do that yourself for a video game would actually be a lot harder. That's why you have something like the Wii is probably the Wii is still one of the best uh, motion um, game gaming systems you can have for mass product. Mass yeah. for product. mass product. Yes. So yeah. So I knew we were about to say so. I was, I was like for a mass product. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about you? What uh? What are you? What was your? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have more to say on the VR stuff? I was going to ask him VR impressions. Yeah, what was your VR impressions? It was the second time you got to use it. Yeah, uh, we did a battle arena type game. Riggs? Where you were in a, might have been a Riggs? No, 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 no. It was, I was in like a tank that uh, moved okay. left and right. Um, it was very good. Handled very well. I never heard of it before, but looks like it'll be a good game. Most of them are tech demos, in essence. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to even be full-blown. Riggs is going to be, I think, their first big full-blown game that they're pushing in it. Um, but, but was that your first time with VR? No, or, uh, aside from E3. PlayStation VR, I meant. PlayStation VR. Um, well, actually, at E3, I also tried the, the Playroom. Um, oh, I didn't get to do that. It was, it was basically like a tech demo, but it worked really well, actually. Hmm. Nice. You had to control everything by either moving your head or, uh, or 
I think there might have been a controller for the other person. It was asymmetrical gameplay. Oh. But it was very interesting. It was very cool. Most of the playroom is de- tech demo. I, nice. my only concern with PlayStation VR genuinely is the move controllers. And not because they're not good or designed well. My only issue is the tracking articulation is so low on them because they just have the giant big ball, really, is the only... Besides the uh, the accelerometers inside, they don't have, like, really good camera tracking the same way. So when I was playing the heist game where you sit behind the desk and shoot things, it wasn't tracking it the same way because, like, I tried the Lighthouse, uh, the HTC Vive controllers, and they have LEDs on each side, and they have... You know, 3D positional tracking. So it was. I don't think anyone's going to try to say it's as good as the. No, I know, I know. But my only—that was my only thing—is is they're they're gonna PlayStation's going to be the shooters, and that's where they're going to push a lot of those really gamey games that you're going to want to you know be less experiences, more like oh, let's go drive and let's go shoot and let's go do the things. Execute. Yeah, and you're going to want it to be pretty close. And that was one of the reasons I think I think um, the move control initially failed was because it didn't fail. It didn't do amazing. Um, was because it oh, just it failed. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice. Um, that that it just didn't have just the specific articulation. Same thing with Connect and and um, Anton was talking about that. He was like, it's close and it's great and it's amazing, but it's not there yet. And and it creates a disconnect and it makes it feel uncomfortable and it throws you off. And so that was my only thing because when I played the Vive, I didn't get that at all with the controllers. I felt like they were always exactly the way I wanted them to be. But with the move, it the way wasn't. they were. The way they were, exactly. The way, but the and way over, I and intended. The system is specifically designed for that. While That's you're, true. While you're, when, when you're talking about the PS4, you're talking about a system that's already designed for other use that they're well, adapting the, the, the then, technology. Then they need yeah. to pull a Wii U or a, a Wii Extra. You know, the Wii the Extra they added? Yeah, yeah the, the Wii, U, Wii Motion yeah. Plus. They need a thing to be like, okay, we now have the real VR move controllers and you have a second point of articulation tracking. So that they can just get it a little bit more close. I think because the, the, the only things they use are the you know the ball and then right. they use the accelerometers. Well, oh, I, I, have, I have it. it. It did not turn out well. Yeah. It, <laughs> so so I, I think they, they need to add something to add a um, just another point of articulation to make it a little well, bit better. Actually, would be. I would actually go with what you stated before. Instead of going for the, artic- the articulation of the accelerometer or anything like that, add the LED. It's supposed to be working with the camera anyway. You actually were able to to use the pinpointing pinpointing of an LED uh, with the control with the move controller. Okay. I think that would actually work a lot better and probably be a lot cheaper. Probably. I like that they're trying though. They're trying to get out in front of this VR thing, <laughs> yeah. and they're trying to. Yeah. They, they've been. They, they take a lot of risks, and I like that about PlayStation. The move I appreciate wasn't, that. wasn't the best, but it was. They tried. They were trying. They, they still are. Well, out of the three, do you think who do you think is going to be able to get? Well, actually, four. Who do you think is going to be able to get that VR market quicker? I'm saying, I'm saying, market, not to market, but actually get a fan base behind it. Well, they've Microsoft, all Microsoft, PlayStation, Vive, or it, for Oculus. for that matter, Nintendo. Oh. They've all Nintendo, got a different advantage, actually, because in yeah, like Steam count somewhere too. Steam is Vive. Vive, Vive oh, yeah. Vive. Okay. Yeah, or like, Oculus. Um. Everybody knows about the Oculus. You know, the Vive, though, announced something recently, which is that they are releasing in April. It's like the first quarter of next they year. They released a date? Month. A month. It's a window. But it's a month. They didn't say Wait, one well, year, Glenn, but they said April. Theme yet. We are, but what do you mean? Like, they what can't you? count to three? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they can't count to four. Come on. That's funny. Um, though, 
Did you see all the rumors? Yeah, the they Steam have been app exploding IDs. lately on those. Those. So I, I'm. I brought it up last time. You did. Dota two patch. You did. No, no, no. That. I remember yeah. that. And that's what I'm saying. It just keeps happening. Um, it's they keep, coming. Yeah, I think it's actually it's maybe going to happen. Wego believes. I believe. I believe in Gabe Newell and Half Life Three. Free so. the free man. Yeah. Free so free, um, free him. Well, Morgan's name is just called me Freeman in Twitch. He always uses it. I always love that. Um, anything else on PSX before we start wrapping? Yeah, would you go again? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I would say shall go again. If you've never done a gaming convention, go to PSX first. If you've gone to a gaming convention, go to PSX to know what a good one's like. Mm. I, I talked to developers. I talked to employees from Sony. They were all fantastic. So much more chill. So much just relaxed. Intimate. Yeah. Absolutely. And I would like to mention that aside from the odd T-shirt from Firewatch and from what you bought from, there was really nothing for sale. There was a there was a PlayStation Store booth, but it wasn't like they they got you into this room to sell you merchandise. It was, Absolutely, it was about the games. It was they they wanted you to demo the things. They wanted to get you t- excited about the games. Um, so I loved that aspect, and yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty well put together. Very well put together. Yeah. And just a very good convention in general. About the games is a great impression to take away because it it wasn't a big old salesy thing. It was a, we want you to enjoy this, and we've created a bunch of experiences for you to enjoy. Absolutely. Well, and and, and I I agree 100%, is that I went in... I went because you wanted to Even the to go. PlayStation Store yeah. itself was a great experience. It was. Like, have some yeah. awesome posters. Yeah, all that, you all you that made it fun. through the line. Yeah, just for going just through the line it. at the PlayStation Store, they gave you stuff. It yeah, was really nice. Cool. So I will say, I was a little skeptical in that. I was like, I'm not a PlayStation fanboy. I'm not going to be that entertained. I'll play some games and I'll have a good time. It was all about the games. It was, and it was surrounded by PlayStation. They were all PlayStation controllers. But besides that, it did not feel like they're like, you have to be a PlayStation fan to enjoy this. Anybody who likes games would have fun. It was just the only thing that that even was even sort of lacking was there weren't a ton of crazy parties after, but at the same time, it kind of let individuals do one. their... There was one, yeah, and we got in, and that was a good time. Um, it, it was really fun. It was great overall. The Just Cause 3. And it wasn't too long. Their lines weren't too long. I don't know. It just felt right. It's only hearsay, but uh, the first one last year when they went to Las Vegas... Not so good. Uh, really? Oh, my... my well... Not- I've heard multiple things. Go. Sorry, I've heard multiple things. <laughs> oh well, my friends had a, had a great time there. They went to the one in in Vegas, but um, I don't know how that one was. But this one was absolutely fantastic. Nice, very nice. Some somebody says my buddy went, and there was a lot of weird guys there. And one tried to hug him, and he saw a Sony guy break his arm. I don't. I, that, probably, probably one of my what? friends. Probably one no, of your friends. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, don't 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 publicize bad stuff. Like yeah, that, that was like that seems weird. Um, sorry, I should not have done that. Uh, <laughs> no. Either way. But um, rumor has it. Rumor has it. Yeah. No, I I think I think it was it it was um, one of the things I didn't expect was how friendly actually the goers were the con goers Um, because at PAX and PAX East everybody's reasonable. (laughs) They were all PlayStation people. Yeah. Well, and and I don't think I think it wasn't necessarily they were all PlayStation people. I think it was that they all knew each other were PlayStation people and that we were all on the same page because Comic Con. Okay, we have comic fan. We have you have. Game fans, Just you have anime fans, you have cartoon fans. You have everything. It's so spread out. At um, PAX, you have PC, Xbox, people who are kind into games. People are there for cosplay. They're really fragmented things. When you were there, they're like, okay, we're here for games, but they're all PlayStation games, and we're, we're all fans of that at least a PlayStation little. games. And so it, it felt a lot more focused, and everybody felt like they were on the same page. So you come up, you go, oh, what do you like to play on PlayStation? What do you like? You know, like 
it didn't feel like, what do you play on game? Well, I don't play Xbox. Or I don't play PC. You know, like people getting up. I don't about own that a PlayStation. <laughs> As a matter of fact, my friend, not the one who doesn't own a PlayStation, different friend, um, was wearing an Xbox backpack. And but he didn't. He didn't get a lot. Of, I might have seen that guy. Oh yeah, I think I did. That was him. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> was like. And you're saying he didn't get jumped? No, no. And we never saw him again. It was all in good. <laughs> come to think of it, <laughs> no, it was all in good fun. He said that he only got a couple of like, ho ho, but um, <laughs> but he owns a PlayStation. Surprisingly, and <laughs> and I'll say um, we went to the PAX we East and PAX Prime and everything, and we got lots of. Neat little swag, but nothing really crazy nothing cool. As cool as what they get. PSX. Out there. Not only did Sony have great free swag, not only did the booths have great free swag, but everything was something I was like, I will probably use, wear, or enjoy that in some way. Like the cool beanie, the, the I didn't like oh, yeah. the shirt that everybody got that was an XL, which is every yeah. shirt was an XL. That's right. Yeah, I know a lot of younger ladies were were perturbed about that. They Just wrote into Beyond and stuff. PJs, yeah. it's free. It's free. Now it's it is. Take it to an alteration yeah. store. Bada bing, bada boom. I'll tell you. Take it to Ryan. I, I have a story. Well, never mind. Um, but uh, so I thought I thought they they did a great job. I just wanted to give props to them like five times over because I, I that was the most enjoyable con experience I think I've had in any con ever potentially. Like there was no point in which I was like it was too angry much fun. about it. It was it was it I was wore myself out. Yeah, day one we're like okay, day one push hard because we only have two days. Day two, fuck all this. We're just gonna stand in line and drink beer and sleep and I want to go home. Like. Because we flew in Saturday morning and left Sunday night, and we oh, thought geez. we thought we wouldn't have enough time to do everything. We're like, oh, we're gonna rush. It was perfect. We had enough time to do everything. We were chill. It was good. It was a good time. So speculation time. Do you think that Microsoft will create an answer? Two icon? years. I think in two years. I think twenty seventeen they'll do it. Yeah. I don't think they'll pick it up in twenty sixteen. I think twenty seventeen. I don't they think they'd actually. Well, they already have their own conferences, but they never concentrated on games. I think oh, they yeah. will. I think well. Maybe, that's, maybe that's, that's, that's the thing. If, Does if it they, seem like it, their it'll style? It'll be Minecraft it, Con. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's already a thing. Isn't there already Minecon. one of those? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like there's more than one. Is it officially sponsored by Microsoft? No. Probably not. Well, now they own it, so I guess it would technically be afterwards. It might be now. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's just a fan organized. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean, they, fan versus official. No, no, no. It's official. Oh, oh yeah. No, it was thrown by Mojang every year. Um... Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything you want to say before we close up? Because you haven't talked for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes? their fault i know sorry not, not all of us can afford to fly out to ps hey hey i couldn't some lovely lady did i wanted it for to me, go so. yeah so i did but uh all right want to do it i, I want to do it <laughs> all right well um you had fan fest man yeah i know that's what i said yeah. Yeah. Work. <laughs> so before we close out with our our question of the day um where can we find you troy is there anywhere you want to publicize or anything your twitter or anything like that instagram i don't know if don't you're that kind of guy i do own troyralph.com but there's nothing on there okay so well, don't go there fair <laughs> no one will go troyralph.com so don't, don't go, go there, there. As, all right as of yet i am unpublicized that's hey man that brian or no Miguel doesn't doesn't do any Twitters or He'll anything. He'll find else, you. So it's fine. No problem. He'll he, find you. Miguel will find you. Where can we find you, Ryan? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at RMA Designs and on my Twitter at RMA Design, although it's starting to turn in, into kind of a shit post Twitter. So if you really want to go there, go ahead. But. Hey, man. It's whatever. Riga? Uh, same Twitter, but it's kind of lacking. DR Demented. That's okay. Maybe if people talk to you, you'll talk back. Uh, somewhere out there, someone saying a prayer. Yeah. Probably. We'll find each other, one another. Say his name three times. Beautiful. <laughs> Sarah. Uh, at Syru at S-C-I-R-E-W. 
And uh, you can find me at SirCaster on Twitter and other things. Um, also, Dual Screen Vision uh, on Twitch. Um, and uh, we did have one more question. Um, if we got to look at the rock band and Guitar Hero stuff, did you play with them at all? That still to. exists? Yeah. yeah, and they were there. Yeah, they're, oh, it's they're still They're coming out with a whole new thing. Um, at E3, I got to try both. So what oh, did you yeah. think? The new Guitar Hero, actually, if if you are a fan, I think it's actually pretty fantastic. They changed the yeah. whole scheme. So that might be not fantastic if you're a diehard five buttons guy. But... Um, it's sort of like you can lay down your finger to press two different buttons, and they use it really well, and they're really close together, but it's also somehow more complicated. Do you think nice. it's going to be overall a more um, improved experience, though? Yes. Okay. But okay. I'm, I myself am partial to Rocksmith when you, when you use an actual yeah. guitar. Yeah, I've seen but the, the That's just because you're that cool of a guy, though. <laughs> I didn't say I played it well. <laughs> Fair enough. But I can play Next Girl by the Black Keys almost perfectly. <laughs> but... Um, and There's the no rock stairway. Band. No stairway. So. <laughs> and, and the rock band was really cool too. They had that new gimmick thing that I forgot what it was, but um, I remember that. <laughs> Did Man, you so do cool. you learn better through Rocksmith? You do, yes. So you've that's gotten a lot better whole, because of that. That's if the you, whole premise. If you want to learn guitar, try Rocksmith. It, it's the whole. I actually, kind of want to learn guitar. Do it, man. Gu- guitar Hero. You know, it's like, oh, you missed three notes. You're not a rock star. But Rocksmith, it's like, oh, you missed three notes. We'll 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 make Here, it easier for you. Here's how you it's, do that. Here you go, buddy. Yeah, that's nice. Here's so. Just a couple of notes. Well, All so right, you could use a real guitar. All right, we've a been going. Guitar. We've been going forever. We need to close up, Miguel. All right, today's question is very simple. What corporation have you given more money to than any other in your lifetime? Oh, golly. <laughs> Disney. Yeah, does, does Arizona State Bobby's University not, not, not on Arizona mic, State but we already University. know it's Disney, okay. so go ahead. <laughs> Let's exclude cars and houses. Okay. What yes. about college? And colleges. And colleges. Um, I would, unfortunately, probably say Xactimate. <laughs> program you yeah, yeah a program I use for work that costs about two hundred and fifty dollars a month. So, Jeez. yeah, all right. Fries. Yeah, I was thinking electronics or food. <laughs> food. Lululemon. Food, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I might not be kidding. I don't know. No, you haven't spent that much at Lululemon. Clothes probably though. How about you, Ryan? Joanne's. That's probably true. I believe that. Here you go. It'd be the same fries. Fries. Fair enough. Food and gas. How about you? Actually, well, maybe not gross. Maybe um, probably Nintendo. Actually, I'm a nice. Nintendo guy. Nice. I That's would fair. have to go with the deepest and most evil corporation in the world, Walmart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say overall, like things I, I've bought like um, directly from, I'd give Microsoft a lot of money because I bought multiple, multiple Zunes. I'm on, well, technically not my third. You actually own a Zune and confessed I, Oh, I owned multiple Zunes <laughs> and am a supporter of the fact that they should have succeeded and never died. So, social so debate maps, well, but that's so. another story entirely. I had a lot of now friends with Zunes. About it, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Okay. That actually that might top me cake, too. They, that takes the cake. I, I deserved it. I, the prime. I do about a hundred orders from Amazon a year. So I was looking for something last month, and I was scrolling through all my orders, and I was like, "Oh my!" Gosh. Yeah, that's what I do. You're like, wait, the last six months has ten pages of that's orders. Up. Like, yeah, no, that's that's fair. So, all right, guys. Well, everybody listening live, thanks for joining and listening to the podcast afterwards. Thanks for that, and uh, we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Have thanks. a good one. Have a great one. Enjoy Star Wars. <laughs> I like Star Wars.